Part 2. The Bandit Menace. So here's the deal. That's the wrong intro. I, we're live now, by the way, because <laughs> right before this, OBS decided to crash. Also, hey, thanks, May. I appreciate that. Look at that subs subscription for eight months. I got wow lots of peaky moat. So cute. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, so right, but right before I hit the button to go live, uh, OBS crashes. I reopen OBS and there's just video files that are just gone off my computer now. So I was like, I wonder if this intro is going to work. And it started playing the intro from um, Dragon Heist. So uh -huh. it is, it's got, it's, it's, uh, it's the streams are crossed <laughs> and it shouldn't be. So I'm going to have to edit that into post, but hi, welcome everyone to uh, the not scuffed Diefall Alderheart episode six, the totally not scuffed show. Um, Last episode, our heroes hit level three. And as is tradition, we roll their HP live on stream at the next episode. So who wants to go first? Not it. Oh, this is good. Not it. Okay, we got to <laughs> not it. This is like nose go. All right, ready? Nose goes. Me, 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 me. I'll do okay. it. I, I was going to say, I was saying I was do it too. I forgot I was muted. <laughs> <laughs> Here oh, I go. Too late now. Eli's gonna go. <gasps> Six. Wait, a D four plus. A D4. That, doesn't, that can't be right. That doesn't seem. That doesn't correct. seem right. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Let me reference my cleric. Yeah, that's a D eight. It's supposed to be. All right, let's. How do did that, that happen? I don't know why that's okay. Hang why on. Why is it D four, little fella? I think they think you're half the size of that you actually are. Bro, I mean, we don't need to get into what happens in the bedroom. Yeah, it says D4 hit, but it says D... Did you just change it to D8? No. Because it says D8 on your sheet, but on the core portion, it says D... Oh, you can click it and change it. What? Yeah, mine, yeah. mine was just displaying yeah. D4 as well, and I'm like... Just... That's got to be an update. Okay. That well, is... Yeah, that's new. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's a natural one. Oh. That's four. That's four HP. Home. Oh, no. <laughs> that D8 really. I'm really, really glad you went out. first. A yeah. woodwork there. <laughs> For a whopping 24 HP. Who boy. Sounds. All right. We're here. Okay. Um, lucky. Let's, let's figure it out. Okay, that's a four. Yours yep. says D10. Oh my goodness. Yep. yep. Wow. And that's not even a that's not even a natural one. That just nope. exists. That just exists. <laughs> that just exists. <laughs> You're in it with me, uh, bud. Uh, <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, an even higher 16 HP from Lucky. Wow. That's incredible. Oh, I'm sorry. That's... You said 24. My HP would actually be 26. Please, I need every bit of that. Oh, is it actually 26? Yeah, I'm 22 oh, okay. right now. It's it's 26. Please. All right, cool. That means <laughs> I think I, I had it incorrect previously, but that's fine. The sheet's never correct. Just so you know, 
Too bad. This is never right. Who's to say? Um, <clears throat> I was going to say, before I rolled, I was a 15. So I guess that would be 19, unless you had a different stat previously and something else happened. Uh, I am totally okay with being corrected. Okay. Like I, I said, this this screen tends to be wrong. Okay. So you're at 19? Yeah. yeah. Totally. Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah, I was like, how did I subtract some? Okay. Nah, it's cool. Because <laughs> I think originally, like in some of the earlier shows, Dagonet had 24 HP listed on here, and clearly that was incorrect. <laughs> I mean, so, I don't even have that like it. <laughs> um, so Pez or Dagonet, who's next? Oh, ladies first. Pez, go ahead. I'll do it. All right, so Pez. Oh. Wait, is your is your hit die actually a D4 for a... I don't think so. Uh, why does that say D four? Yeah, that's what we were just talking about for for Eli. Yeah, they all got changed got to like D four. Yeah, you'd be a D eight. So here, so I can, so underneath that's your hit, I think I'm just gonna click on it and change it to D eight. Apparently, if you just select that number, you can change it. So that's oh. new. Uh, it used to be defined on your settings page, which it still is. So mm. I'm not sure why it's not just pulling from that page Something but there you go so now you have a d8 and that's a that's a max Yay. that's nine that's nine so we've got uh, all right so what do, what do you have somebody had HP? to i'm gonna I think I actually have yours that. correct so that's 27 yeah that's 27 hp for the bard i'm just gonna hide the whole time <clears throat> that's effective use of that 27 hp hell yeah helping all right dagonet last right. and certainly not least oh, no. please oh Oh, that's okay. another four. That's three fours. Four that's, party. That is three, three fours. Oh, so what do you have as your total? Yeah, it's correct on the sheet there. Eighteen, yeah. Help, okay. help, help, help. So that'll be twenty-two Workers. for the fighter. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm really glad that the the that you guys that did roll low. Most of you have really good AC. So because <laughs> like wow, that is uh, that is. Spicy. Uh, okay, cool. So yeah, our friends um, are now level three, which is wonderful. Um, but maybe the health situation is a little, a little tough. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's to to bring it back around. Uh, let's let's have a talk. Malaveth, how have you been? What's going on? Uh, no complaints. No complaints. Drawing more stuff. Yeah. What What are you working on right now? I saw a lot. Of, you did a lot of expression stuff for yeah. your your tiefling, right? Mm-hmm. Keep on coming yeah. up with ideas for her, but I should probably do commissions. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on a D and D party thing. So it's a whole like tavern scene deal. It's a lot Ooh. of fun. It's a bunch of like dwarves and gnomes and hobbits. Like That's small very folk. Nice. Really yeah, the things that you want to do versus the things that get you paid, right? I mean, I try to do <laughs> things that get me paid and that I want to do. That, that happens sometimes. It's nice. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that is the ideal situation. Sure. Cool. Uh, glad to have you here. Hey, Rob. How you been, bud? What's going on? How's how's life? It's 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 pretty nuts right now. It's uh, a lot happening. Um, yeah. Yeah life changes and house things and it's it's exciting i saw a really nice place tonight uh that i was happy with uh i've got a couple good options applications floating around in the wind um and hey i've been enjoying temtem 
and My Chemical Romance is touring. So <laughs> I'm living my best 10-year-old life because it's like Pokemon and emo shit. Like I am so <laughs> We're back, baby. Back. <laughs> We're back, baby. Back. Holy so. shit. I'm staying up tonight to try and get tickets. It's going to be dope. Nice. Um, I'm like just I'm not okay in the best way. <laughs> Speaking of uh Temtem, we have a, another uh slightly addicted person that I catch stream every day. Some more Temtem. I seen this. Yeah, so simply uh tell me about tell me about Temtem. <clears throat> Why is it better than Pokemon? Uh I wouldn't Okay, so I'm the kind of person who's like Peace to both games. Both have good things going on about it. Um, sure, sure. But the reason why I like Tim Tim more is because I like playing it on PC. It's $35 as opposed to $60 plus DLC content that's going to be $40, which is insane. Um, wow. It has multiplayer aspects. You can actually play in parties with your friends and do fights and stuff without having to only go to specific maps and blah, 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 blah. And there's things like uh, housing and stuff later that's going to be released where you can decorate houses. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> is that what the furniture store is for? That makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. So they have 141 Tim Tim you can uh, get now, I think, within the early access. And there's another 20 that are going to be released once the game launches. So That's insane. Wow. So you'll Very see me, cool. You'll see me watching <clears throat> movies and just running around in circles on one map, just hoping for that like Luma <laughs> that one. one. That one. <laughs> that one. Just the one. That's very cool. Yeah. I've been because I've watched a couple streams and I've caught yours and I'm like, it just looks like it plays like Pokemon, but I did not know literally any of those portions that you just mentioned about it. So yeah, it's definitely that's really a lot of people come of, in like, and they go like, oh, is life. this a ripoff of Pokemon? And it's like, uh, it's the same genre. Sort of. <laughs> and sort of. there's definitely like some feel that's the same. Like you have a, a mm -hmm. Tim Timpedia, so you're like, et cetera stuff. But the combat's really different. And it's actually really hard compared to just the take hits, that... heal, take hits, heal. It's like, you really have to understand your- um... There's synergies that go yeah. with it. That like, war like moves are different if your teammate is oh, a wow. different type. Like it's- mm -hmm. it's That was something that was really desperately missing from Pokemon was yeah. just difficulty. Just complexity, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I find myself running after every battle yes, back, back to, to the heal. back mm -hmm. to heal and back oh. into the next battle. Not wow. to mention, like, the first gym leader in Pokemon had two Pokemon you had to fight in the original game. This one has five. Oh, no. Or, sorry, oh, I'm almost, is yeah. it the dojo? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, right There's outside the dojo five? right now. Girl, no. Girl, grind them levels. Grind oh, them levels. no. <laughs> yeah, that was wow. another thing. I went from fighting a level six to a level 14 yeah. in, like, the same route. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Yeah, you an, stepped on the wrong path. I did. About like making sure you're you're powered up a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. moly, that's awesome. Okay, very cool. Because I've like I've seen it floating around. I was like, do I need another game to grind? The answer is really no. It's I don't. I really yes. don't. But like also, I'm super easily swayed by things that my friends are doing. Yes. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. But we'll we'll. All right, Rob, we'll see. All right, currently I'm addicted Dude. to playing uh, Legends of Runeterra, so that's fun. Which is an excellent game, but also everyone seems to be running a really just... They were on the same deck. I played yesterday, and I played six games in a row, and I played against six of the same deck. I was just... I was like, I'm going to quit now. This is no longer fun. 
Um, yeah. And I didn't realize like that the meta had already developed for a game that's like in open beta. <laughs> so, oh so, yeah. Like, every hmm. every Steam comment I saw on Temtem was like, oh, they're like, this is the meta. You need hmm. to run this and this. And I'm like, this has been awake for 24 hours. Let it rest. Yeah. Please. Like, all right. Well, that's what I've been doing. But hey, May, I'm not going to leave you out of this whole conversation here. Never, ever. How have you been? What's up? I also hear that you got your tickets to Gen Con. I <coughs> did. Carson and I went to Gen Con. Hell yeah. I was yeah. like, we were like in a family brunch because Chinese New Year was this past weekend. So like we were celebrating Chinese New Year. And like we were doing a, a Sunday brunch and I literally had like alarms on my phone. And I was like constantly like, is it noon? Is it noon? Is it noon? And like we had to go pick up a friend to like bring them back to our place and i was like on the car like like logging in on carson's phone like making sure i was like gonna get the tickets like i was right there at, at noon getting nice <laughs> excellent yeah we've, i've got to figure out the housing situation that's whether or not yeah next what we're step. doing i know there's the, the the corgi club has has like a barracks worth of beds that they have a they have gotten um and I need to figure out if I'm doing that or because like my some of my friends want to go too. And I'm like, I don't know if they want to do their own thing or, or what's happening, but I will be at Gen Con for sure. So that's happening. And then PAX East, which is at the end of February. I'm super stoked about too, so that should be fun. Um Do you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons? I know it's yeah. kind of a scuffed start, but like, do you wanna do you wanna like do the thing? Yeah? Okay. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Roll me a D20. Let's get a little recap action, shall we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh I think you got did you guys hopefully got the, the bad rolls out of the way. <clears throat> okay. Okay, okay. I mean seven for Malaveth, uh we have seventeen May, and then Rob with a ten, and Lucky with a fifteen. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, it looks like a, okay. A four. Oh, thank God. Maliveth, how how does Pez recap our last episode? It's been me for two weeks. It's That's Pez. true, it has. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, well, there was some noise on the wall, so we went there, I guess, to try and help, even though they all had swords and were doing fine. I guess we had to go help or something. So we went to the wall. There were there were a bunch of, bunch of uh, the bad guys down below with weapons trying to take take Alderheart or something I, I'm not really sure but they, there's a big wall and I'm not entirely sure why they were trying so hard because I don't know how far they were going to get and there was caravan I guess they ransacked caravan a little bit but uh, oh, well, I'll beat them back it was fine uh, but then they they ran and we had to try and find where their base was uh, question one of them I think is what happened uh, yeah and he, had, he was like yeah, there's the, the base is over there I was like there's something so we went to the base, uh, all sneaky-like. Lucky would, Lucky basically disappeared. Lucky might be a ghost, I'm not entirely sure. It's a possibility, I'm gonna keep that in mind. Uh, <laughs> and then there was there was the base. Oh, the the army came with us. The guard, the guard, the, the perch guard? Yeah, they, they were there. They were in the front. They, we had a whole plan. We were gonna go around, the perch guard was gonna go in front, and, and we, we went around. Well, the perch guard battled people in the front. And then there were there were people on the inside that we had to fight, so we fought them. I I, I hid. I didn't really see too much. So we fought them though, and uh, most of them had died. And then more came out, and then we fought them, and then more came out from there. And there was that fox lady, and then 
and then she was mad and Lucky got real hurt, but then she died. I think I stabbed her. I'm not entirely sure what happened. Oh. Yeah? <laughs> you did stab her. Great job, oh, Pez. You did do it. You did stab her. You stabbed a couple of people. I was really impressed, Pez. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, that was <clears throat> a, a great synopsis of what happened last time. Lots of combat. Um, but Frey Meriden, the uh, one of the captains of the Bandit Coalition, was uh, was slain last week. Uh, Lucky's arch nemesis was uh, was killed, I believe, by Pez, <laughs> uh, in a, to, in a, with a dagger to the back. So that that went really well, I think, for everyone in, involved. Uh, cool. So yeah, I think that's where we find ourselves is right in the uh, the aftermath of this battle in this uh kind of this bandit outpost looking thing uh and i guess chat I'll, I'll i'll show you a little bit of what that that looks like here i'll bring up that portion of the map so you can get a, a quick look see uh of what that is there's a couple of tents and stuff in the in the fire uh as well as like a a guard's nest and uh some uh some places for people to sleep and or captives to be taken um yeah so we find ourselves in the like somewhat eerily quiet aftermath of of the of the battle um the remainder of the perch guard uh oh wait sorry the um the Alderheart forces bearing down on the camp all the order among the bandits just disintegrates they flee in every direction taking what they can all the ones that were up at the front gate uh and they abandon the camp itself the cry of victory rises from the the guard outside of the gates uh and the day is is one uh it is noted though at a uh, quite a heavy cost for the perch guard themselves and uh you guys took quite a few wounds as well so in this uh at in this night in the forest what would you guys like to uh accomplish in this camp uh question Yes. So we had like two surrendered, like the Jerbeen and the Mopak. They surrendered. Um, have the guard taken them away, or are they still like? Uh, I mean, right. We're, we're doing like right at the aftermath of the battle. You guys have just gotten them to surrender, so they are in front of you currently. Dagan is kind of he's swaying a little. He's he's. He's not doing too good, but he's like, you little Jabin, uh, you stay right there while I uh, take a seat, no? But uh, don't don't uh, be fooled that I cannot spear you if uh, when I'm sitting, yeah? And he like kind of like takes a seat on the, the log by him. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, whatever you say. Guarding this Jabin. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, sure, okay. Just gonna... They're like kick their dagger closer to you to really make it clear that they have want nothing to do with any more of this fight. Ah, yes, it's a very smart, yeah? Very smart. Uh, you two over there, eh? Yeah? You uh, you drop your, your weapons. And it did. He's like, kind of like, staring at the Mopak across the, the camp. Yeah, the Mopak, uh, he, he, kinda, he has his hands raised and notices that like his short sword's still in his hand and he Tosses it to the side behind us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. Uh, <clears throat> you, yeah, uh, we're gonna... you uh, slowly uh, walk this way to uh, join your your friend. 
Yeah. Can you guys uh, take a seat, yeah, here? Like crab shuffles over and, and sits down next to the to the gerbing, puts his hands down, and they're just kind of sitting quietly, looking around very nervously. No, don't worry. You're in uh, good hands. Yes, uh, but uh, just don't do anything too sudden. Yeah. Good, good hands. I mean, I, I mean, you killed everyone around us, but it's, it's good well, hands, I guess. You tried to kill us, so. We're just trying to survive, you know, and grab a, grab a little food and bring it back to the camp and feed our people. Oh, you can uh, purchase food at the market like uh, everybody else, yeah? You don't just uh, take from caravans and break into the city. That's a, that is even uh, even worse. Oh, well, I don't, I don't think we would ever have gotten into Alderheart. <laughs> Not this time, at least. I mean... <clears throat> What, uh, was there, uh, something in particular that you, uh, particular foods that you wanted? Uh, find cakes? Like, what else would be in the city that you uh, would, uh, want to, uh, risk all your friends for? Not, not cakes, just corn, grain, uh, rice stuffs, uh, like elbows the Germans. I mean, tell them. I don't want to talk to them. No. But, no. uh, if if you just wanted uh, the simple stuff, then uh, why didn't you attack the caravan before it got to the city? But, uh, the, your plan Mopak, like, seems a little. little like... hmm. Wait, yeah, why? Why would we do that? That seems. Uh... He looks down over towards Frey. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, well. Oh, what are you going to do with us? Oh, that is for the uh, purge guard to uh, to decide, and not us. Hmm. Okay. But uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, behave, I'll put in a good word for you. He looks at you. The dis distrust is very clear on his Mopak face, even behind his you know, little <laughs> raccoon mask. Um doesn't really believe that that's going to help anything, but they aren't making any moves. Uh, rest of the party, what are you up to? Uh, Lucky is 100% bloodied, but still trying to rip the shoes off of that one. <laughs> still trying to get the shoes! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you, you said you'd remember, and uh, yeah, they're there. Um, so there is... Uh, there's just these fine black leather boots. Uh, they look... Let's see, because that was a gerbine, right? Yeah, they look like they would fit you. Uh, all right. Okay, so they look like they would fit me. Mm -hmm. But are they like an average shoe size? <laughs> or... um. I think if you spend some time with these boots, you'll find out some very nice properties of them pertaining to how the size works. Um, because we saw we saw that Jerbean like super quick move across mm. the um, campgrounds, and I feel like with Lucky being a Jerbean, he would be like, "I don't move that quick." I mean, I I exercise like every day. I don't move that quick. Uh, he'll try them on, 
and mm-hmm. his little shoes off and grunting still because he's totally not helping. Uh, it's a bit tough because even though they are a gerbine and they were worn by them, uh, they just aren't fit for your feet. But if you spend some time to attune yourself to them, I think you might find that they shape themselves nicely to you. I kind of like my old shoes, frankly. Uh, they don't fit my feet very well. And he's going to hobble over across the way to go sit next time I move my old character things over here to sit on the log with um, Devonay or Dagonay. Okay, nice. sure. You got anything you want to trade for these shoes? All I have is uh, your rope. I've got lots of rope. You got my rope? Yeah, the one oh, that's you right. took. Well, then I'll trade you my rope back. It's a trusty rope. Oh, okay, like, I named it Steve. Can I have my Steve back? My rope? Sure, you can have Steve back. He's like, trusty. Cool. Everybody named Steve's trusty. Don't you know you never know Steve in your life? Steve. You always Not, like, hey, Steve, uh, I need a favor. They're like, hey, all right, I got you back. Now that I remember, yeah, the, the one Steve that I uh, met on one construction job, yeah, he uh, he was very good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, no, no problem. He's like rustling through. His bag and pulls out Steve the rope and hands it to you. This is canon now. That is Steve the rope. <laughs> yeah. Steve that better be marked rope. on your sheet. Steve <laughs> the rope. <laughs> Done. And oh my god. Shoes don't fit me very well. I don't know if they fit you, but I don't want to get blisters or anything. Is, uh, but your feet are uh, petite. Uh, my, uh, what do you think that they would fit me for? I don't know. I'm not familiar with. Dagonet's clawed talons flex <laughs> uh, awkwardly. So good. So good. I mean, if you want to sell them, you can sell them too if you want. But, you know. Uh, I'll uh, put them in uh, my bag, no? Uh, maybe uh, uh, someone in the city uh, might be able to uh, shape them to fit my uh, talons. Also, uh, that might be very uncomfortable right now. I already move uh, terribly awkward now. Uh, yeah, these boots as it, it would be awful. New shoes, but when you go out on an adventure, you end up messing up your toes. You get some little... Oh, nobody likes... Oh, nobody likes, excuse me, talon calluses. So I forgot about talons instead of the toes. Like yeah, the toes inside of your shoes. calluses on the talons is uh, very... Uh, yes, it's uh, not not fun, no. Yes, I'll, I will. I will. Uh, I will keep them, and uh, we'll. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. So what? Uh, what uh... Who? Uh, who took out Frey while I was? Uh, while I was under. I. Uh, well, I was a little uh, preoccupied by these. Uh, he points to kind of like the dead bodies around him. Uh, but uh, maybe uh, Peza Eli may be able to to tell you they were by you, so they. They would, they might know. Hi, hi. Look, he just kind of looks over at Pez and Eli. Hi. Hi. Eli is preoccupied, uh, making sure that Pez is okay, and Pez. sort of, sort of just kind of, you know, sitting next to them and just, it's all right. It was, 
It was a dicey situation. It was self-defense. They were just so close. I, I don't like it when it's that close. I know. I got blood on me. That's all right. Uh, can I wipe it off on Eli's jacket? <laughs> can I... <laughs> I always want to use mending in a weird way. <laughs> How do you want to use it, Rob? Can I just kind of like make the blood sort of like fade out of my clothing and sort of like pull the blood out of it? <laughs> that is prestidigitation, sadly. Shit! <laughs> Not mending. Oh, well. I will cut the bloody part of it off and mend it. You can do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's excessive. Yeah, I'll, I'll just sort of let it happen. And... <laughs> do you think Lucky's going to be mad? I didn't mean to. I, didn't, I tried to stab her so many times and I missed. I think Lucky will understand that you were concerned for a friend. I mean, yeah, it didn't, I didn't want Lucky to die or anything. No, of course not. Do you want to see what's in these tents? Maybe they have shiny stuff. Shiny stuff will make me feel better. I think that's a great idea then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Around. Yeah, you guys want to kind of poke around a little bit? Poke around, um, poke around. Yeah, okay. I think at this point in time, uh, the some of the less injured perch guard ha have like started making their way uh, inside the uh, the encampment, and, and do note that like Dagonet is sitting across from uh, some some captives, uh, and and they're gonna make their way over there while you guys kind of look around. Uh, so yeah, do you just kind of do a cursory look through some of these these tents here, or? Uh, at the very, at the front, you note that, like, most of these tents are, they're just, like, pallets on the ground where probably these bandits sleep, uh, or did sleep until they all died or ran off. Um, but you do know, in one of the, one of the tents tied around the center pole are, uh, three, uh, bird folk. And there's a, uh, a strig, uh, kind of in, um some like dusty clothing and like shirts a little bit ripped up uh and then two galluses a uh, a male and a, a female uh the male wearing kind of like this night this uh very uh homely looking uh vest and uh the female gallus has kind of like a, has an apron on and it's got like uh, uh little drawings of like corn and, and stuff on it um but yeah they're tied to the center post Um, Eli will, uh, what, what are they, so you said that they, they're, they're dressed in, they seem to be in like villagers clothes. Yeah. Um, Eli will rush up to them and just, now y'all folks all right? The Strig looks up at you and you recognize this one as Harold, a man that you have met uh a long time ago in your in your travels uh over near uh Meadowfen. he lives just outside of Meadowfen. would he Eli? would he be part of the militia potentially hey harold oh my goodness um and and eli will uh 
will immediately rush over to start untying uh, the three of them. Just... I, gods, I'm happy to see you, Eli. We have been here for quite a while. What are y'all doing all the way out here? Far, well, far away from Metal Fan. You know, after you untie him, he like, gets up and kind of rubs on his wrists and stuff and helps up uh, the other two who introduce themselves as, as Telva and her husband, Humboldt. Um, okay. Harold, uh, he, he responds, well, I, I overheard them talking one of those days, and they said they were going to use us as ransom, sell us back to our families. Despicable. Well, I'm afraid uh, that that shouldn't be a problem anymore. We'll get you back to your families free of charge. <laughs> Oh, good old Eli. I appreciate that. And he, he like he puts a hand. I was like, "Come on, tell the Humboldt. Let's let's get outside. Are, are you alone here, Eli, or, or do you bring?" Uh, no, actually, I'm. Uh, and and he'll look for Pez. Uh, where is where is Pez nearby? She was just Pe- poking around another tent. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say so. Pez. You were looking for shiny things, right? Shiny things. In one of the storage buildings at the camp's rear entrance, there's uh, an assortment of probably stolen goods there's a chest of coins collection of gemstones variety of gold and silver plated urns plates utensils they're so rich why are they trying to steal food i mean i guess you can't eat coins but they're probably a ways away from a market that mm, doesn't make any sense I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some of it. <laughs> You're gonna take some of it. What are you looking to take? Mm, so there's coins, there's gemstones, gemstones, and there's like gold and silver plated urns, plates, and utensils. I'm gonna make a necklace. I'm gonna grab a couple gemstones that'll look real good with the opal. Okay, uh, a couple, you say? A couple of them, you know, maybe like do some sort of pattern thing. I'm planning. Yeah, on sure, hole. sure. Um, let's just say they're in a bag. Did you just grab the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have a bag of small gemstones. Lucky they got shiny stuff over here. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Lucky's like half leaned. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lucky's half dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lucky. Immediately starts hobbling over to where Pez was. Where? Where's the, where's the stuff? There's the stuff. I carry it for you. Where's the stuff? In front of you, you see a chest of coins uh, and a variety of gold and silver plated urns, plates, and utensils. Uh, Lucky is just going to take the coins. As much as Lucky would be happy. How much Lucky would be able to carry, I suppose? It's Yeah. It's quite a lot of coins. Uh, Lucky gets rid of his cooking pot. <laughs> his, uh-huh. uh, he gets rid of his winter blanket. <laughs> uh-huh. of- <laughs> Lucky, Lucky, what are, those are useful items, no? It's just like things getting tossed out of a tent in the corner. <laughs> I'd like to think that as they asked if I was alone, I turned around to introduce them to the party and this is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the all the leftover space, Lucky is filling with 
And then Lucky sees the cooking pot and he's like, oh, you're right, it is useful. Picks up the cooking pot and fills the cooking pot with as many coins as he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lucky. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a rather luck. So for you, like carry the cooking pots, we like this, yeah, just right? Uh-huh. Uh, you're probably like 150 gold Sweet. pieces worth of coins. Sweet. There's roughly double that still remaining. Uh, do you, uh... Hey, what is this? You, uh, what? Your idea light? You got a, you got a bag? What about you? You have a cooking pot? You want to put in your cooking pot? I... The chest does seem portable. <laughs> with some help. Yeah, but then it's not nice. <laughs> True. <laughs> I think when you guys are like talking about this, the the two like perch guard that have walked in, one's like a, a strig and the other uh, a raptor. They look rather. Uh, I suppose we could leave you all to it. We'll take these two prisoners off your hands and report back to the captain. And they like quickly scoop up the two captives and leave, kind of like averting their gaze, ignoring what you're doing. I uh, oh. Gods, uh, folks, I, I feel like we've lost our sense of priority here. Um, just well, 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 hang on, Eli. Now, I wouldn't mind getting my hand on a couple of those coins. Yeah, it's coin. I mean, it's fine as keepers, pretty much. I mean, I mean, they they kept me, Telva, and Humble here strung up for weeks. Do you have a Do you have a bucket or a bag? I'll fill it up for you. Uh, he looks down and like he's in like torn clothing. His like he doesn't have anything. Gather that. Uh, get that winter blankets I threw out. You can uh, you can use that if you wanna. If you wanna. Well, you're right. It's my chili. I'm, he's, he picks it up. He just like puts it around himself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose the coin was stolen from the folks of the wood, and it. Is fitting that it should go back to the folks of the wood. I, I mean, I don't see anybody's nameplate on it. Do I? <laughs> you think this was stolen? I I mean, they were bandits, so I would presume yes. I thought it was just like a communal income pot, maybe for taxes or something. No. No, and come to think of it, we should probably sort out your your business account for your bardic uh, escapades, if that's the way that you think taxes work. I'm not even entirely sure what taxes are, to be honest with you. <laughs> True. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so Harold like takes a couple of them and he gives some to Telva and Humboldt too, and they take them and they seem a little bit happy, but it seems to ease them a little bit. They look a little malnourished. Um but happier with some coin in their hand, and they're they're looking around and uh they start picking through some of the dead bodies, mostly just to get some clothes. But uh Telva definitely fills up her apron pocket with coins. You remember that where I came from? We rescued her. You tell all your friends. Oh, huh? Yeah, I'll she's never famous. Forget. This bot's famous, famous, by the way. Famous. famous. All of Adahat oh. knows about her. Well, what's famous. What's your name? What? Famous. Oh, geez. Famous just, bard. Like, I was just looking at some coins. I was like, oh. holding <laughs> that to the fireplace. Oh, uh, hi. My name's Pez. 
Pez. Now, sure, she's famous. I've never heard of no Pez. Oh, you're gonna. You want to hear a little tune? Uh, you know, may maybe in a bit. I'm gonna help my husband here. See if we can't get some warmer clothes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is gonna help with that. I'm gonna do it anyway, though. I'm gonna play a song anyway. Perfect. What do you play Whatever. for them? Uh, <laughs> an inappropriate happy time, Jake. Awesome. Yes, it's upbeat. <laughs> it's uh, jaunty, even. Uh, and it, it really like it takes some effort for like Harold to not tap his feet to the song. He gets it. That's good. Uh, okay. So, do you guys? What do you want to do? Do you want to take any of this other stuff? Do you want to <laughs> take the rest of the coins? Um. Uh, what is Harold doing right now? Uh, Harold's examining Frey Meriden's body. Hmm. He's just kind of standing over it, hands on his hips, shaking his head. <sighs> hey, Harold, if I, uh, if I may pry a bit, where did these folks Eli? pick you up? Oh, hell, heading back from Scorched Grove, Ash Barrow. We, uh, we got picked up somewhere in between Ash Barrow and Meadowfin. I don't know how many got out, but they got me. Were y'all with the militia? Oh, I was. I was for sure. I met Telva and Humboldt here when I got placed into the camp. Uh, I'm I'm not rightly sure where they got picked up at. I think they said they live somewhere near the Avium, which is on the other side of, mm. of Alderheart. But the rest of the militia, similar situation, you think? Bandits? I mean, dead or captured, I think. Uh, did any make it back to Meadowfan? Wait, how did you get all the way? You don't leave. Your wanderings don't take you this far, do they? And now you're in an abandoned camp, and you got blood on your blade, and... My wanderings oh, take me wherever folks need help, frankly. And I didn't need help. People in Meadowfan needed our help, and now it seems that... This extends a bit higher than that. So you did come from Metal Fan. That I did. Good. Good. Are the fires still spreading? Afraid so. Shoot. Well, hope I got a home to go back to when I go. Right at but this I guess really it's... sensitive moment, Lucky just jingles over and sits on the log next to him with a big pot. Carrying a big pot full of coins, yeah. <laughs> Harold looks over. Oh. Yeah, if I have a home to, to go back to, to, you know, see my friends and, I don't know, maybe maybe prepare for some of the, the fire. You know how far it had gotten? It was approaching, uh, it was approaching window and reach right oh, quickly. No. And, uh, Past the fan. Man. Well, I... It's already on Alderheart's radar. Oh, well, it is. The council knows, then. They yeah, do. Thanks to us. I mean, that was our job. Oh. You go tell well, them. Well, yeah. Eli, you are helping all sorts of folk, then. That's, 
Good Damn, for you. trying. Good for you. Uh. Huh. Well. That's the perch guards here. Suppose we'll go back to Alderheart then. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, Lucky's gonna move over his shoulder and look at Dagony. Did that uh? Did that Jubin say something about not this time on the attacks on Alderheart? Did I hear that right? At Dagony, because I know you were questioning him, I guess, or whatever. Uh, they uh. Seem to be a little uh, confused about uh, them attacking uh, all the hearts. Uh, though I'm not, uh, I don't think they will talk to me. He kind of like puts up an armed. <laughs> they obviously heard him. <laughs> uh, I, I, well, the guard had taken them away at this point, right? The two hmm. captures or whatever. Uh, yeah, they had. Okay awkwardly shuffled out yeah uh then lucky's gonna look over at uh harold and be like uh you've been here a while right did you hear any uh talk about future attacks on all the hard or like you, you eavesdrop on any plans you know well i i i tried to i i definitely did try to keep my ears open uh but they really did just keep us in that tent only letting us out to you know relieve ourselves uh, couple times a day didn't really get too much food either and sometimes the guards would talk you know outside they they do they do a little talk but it seems like well most of them are kept out of the loop there uh some of the higher ranking ones and he like he points over to uh the thief that you took the boots from with the eye patch he seemed to know a good bit and uh that one there the vulpin he seemed to be the leader of this bunch, but they uh, they definitely were getting orders from somewhere else. You uh, do you know which tent that a uh, particular Vulpin resided in? in this oh place? yeah, that uh, that big one over there. All right, immediately goes to look around. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you go take a look inside of the uh, the larger tent, the one that they had ended up coming out of. You note that it is. Pretty much just a tent for sleeping. It just happens to be larger than the other ones because it housed the captain and uh, what seems to be like her personal guard as well as her wolf. Um, so it's just a little bit finer appointed. Um, and you can, you know, try and do a little bit more investigation on it, but it does seem to be just like a sleeping area. All right. All right. Trying to see if there's anything. I'm gonna do an investigation because Lucky wants to look around and see if there's anything that if she'd taken any notes down or. Sure, yeah, write an investigation. Sweet. Or write an investigation. Roll me an investigation. This is gonna write be great. one for me. Negative one in. Let's go. Fifteen. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. So you do a pretty good investigation. You, know, you check under the covers. Uh, you you check underneath like uh the the bed pallets and stuff like that. Um, you kind of you know rummage around to see if you can't find anything. Uh, underneath. Frey Meriden's bed pallet is a uh, a folded up piece of paper. Put it uh, open it up and try to read it quickly. Yeah, you open it up and you find that it's uh, instructions on a day and a time to attack a Alderheart merchant caravan. 
so happens to coincide with this evening. Uh, Lucky's gonna, as quickly as possible, with his pot, shuffle out. Hey, I think I found some uh, info that might be pertainable to today. Uh, you guys, there might be an attack coming. I don't know. You wanna read this? You know, you're familiar with... I mean, Pez, you're familiar with Autoheart, right? Do you wanna... Do you know anything about this? I'm gonna pass a piece of paper to Pez. Do I know anything about that? Uh, it looks like it's instructions that have been signed off by one Bena Saradin, which you remember being mentioned at the last council summons that you had. Uh, she seems to be the central leader of the bandit coalition at this point in time. Uh, and it's instructions from this Bena Saradin uh, to attack a, an Alderheart caravan uh, on the evening. Your current evening. Do I assume that that was the, the caravan that was yeah. attacked? It would seem likely, yes. I think this letter can tell the past. It's amazing. That's the caravan that was there. They took the stuff. They they did that. Sorry, I I lose track of time sometimes. But yeah, I guess. No, I understand. I was just trying to help. So, uh, I'll go and uh, I'll go to bed. Is there anything on the backside? I'm just gonna. Is there anything? Excuse me, where? I'm gonna hold it up to the fire, see if there's like anything. <laughs> no, there doesn't. There doesn't seem to be any like secret note hidden in the heat or anything like that. No. P.S. Uh, it just seems to be a, a a piece of parchment with instructions signed from Benisaradin to attack a uh, a particular uh, caravan. Doesn't seem to be anything other other than that. No other information included, um, but just that. Maybe it's code. Maybe it is code. You want to roll to see if it's code? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, I could. Yeah, you know, fine. You want to yeah. roll to see yeah. if it's if it's code? Okay. So I'm gonna need you to make me a big brain move here. Okay. So Somebody. we've got to we've got to make some leaps in uh, in your brain space. So what would be? Hmm. It looks like it'd just be a flat intelligence check for you. I'm looking through everything else here. Uh, I think it's just a flat intelligence check. Oh, that's, that's an intelligence save, which but... is the same thing as your intelligence roll. So I'll count it. That's fine. That's a natural 20 <laughs> for the int check. Um, you are very sure this is not code. I would like to inform all of you that this is, in fact, not code. How many, uh, do you guys know how many caravans go in and out of, uh, all the hot the day you guys have any idea any guessments i imagine uh, probably is a few maybe maybe more maybe less depending on the roads these days but uh the the note made no mention of uh why that's caravan no yeah is there anything in her uh pockets any extra do we, uh, sure. did we get the list of the manifest? Uh, then? the list of the, the manifest? The no, caravan. No, no, no. no, there was, there was not time for you to be given the list. Um, because at that time the guard captain was trying to rouse the guard and go after them. Right. Um, but no, no one's taken a look at, at Frey yet. Dagan is just kind of like glance, like around the camp and kind of see if there's any like 
crates or boxes that were recently put somewhere? Uh, okay. So like they'd probably be, be like telling that. Clean, probably cleaner, and there'd be like lots of footsteps around them. Sure. Um, the ones that you can make out the most of are set over by the back entrance, um, where Pez had found the goods. Uh, Pez, had you gone through those, uh, boxes? The shiny ones? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there, there's a lot of shiny stuff in there. Is there anything in, uh, particular that, the uh, that stands out to you? I got these shiny rocks. Hey, uh, can you bring them over to me? Uh, my leg is, uh, it's, uh, it's quite sore after all, all this and the those stairs. Yeah, 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 we can. We should take a nap after this, probably, and I'm just gonna toddle on over. Look, this one's a red one. What's your favorite color? Oh, um, let me see. Uh, maybe ver. Which one? But the that in the the commenting a uh, green. Oh, I know that color. I'm going to find a pretty green one and like, hey, there you go. Oh, merci. It's free. Here's the rest of them if you want to look through it. Yeah, then I just kind of like look and see if like what would be so special other than like being shiny and probably valuable, but like why, why would they want to attract sure. them in the city for these? Sure. Uh, roll me an, an, an investigation on these. 14 um they look somewhat scuffed on on the sides and somewhat scratched up on the, it looks like they were probably pried out of something um and maybe stolen off of something else um this may not have been what they had gone to steal today it just happened to be kept in that tent They probably needed more time to uh, take whatever these were, were from, but they're very, uh, very pretty. Yet, uh, who's next to uh, Frey? Eh? Check her uh, pockets. Uh, See no if, matter uh, who's next to Frey, Lucky immediately like puts his thing down. Like hobbles over. Lucky leaves the money behind <laughs> to go I investigate. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> I mean, I got a guy, I got an eye on it. <laughs> Just try yeah, to touch it. Okay. Um, so you look down at Frey. Uh, Frey is, well, dead. Rather <laughs> stiff, uh, bloodied. Um, you note that the short sword that she was wielding is not nearly as fine as the one that you had stolen off of her previously. It seems that she wasn't given a replacement at some point in time. She's wearing a fine suit of studded leather armor. She has a brooch that she is wearing around her neck, and there is a ring on one of those fingers. Bronze, studded with rubies. Uh... I look, he's going to try to take the brooch and everything. Yeah. I'll check, I'll check uh... the pockets. Don't worry. 
Easily enough, you uh, do you do you like snatch the brooch off like we see in all the movies, or do you like take it off of her head and leave oh, the no, cord intact? Oh no, not delicately tap? at all. No way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the brooch, uh, the brooch is probably worth more than the chain anyway. So you take the brooch uh, and you take the ring, and uh, yeah, and like, you it, actually check her pockets. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you find that she does have a coin pouch. Um, it seems a little light, but she does have, she does have a coin pouch. Um, and you're checking in all the interior pockets. Wasn't really carrying a, a whole lot on her. Um, there seems to be like a little, a little packet of like small, thin pieces of, of wood. Okay. Weird. Um, uh, Lucky's going to take the ring and the brooch. And then he'll take the box, the bit of box of splints of wood back over and be like, yeah, she didn't have much on her. She had a couple of uh, things and not very much, but this uh, box of, of splints of wood. There wasn't any notes about any future attacks. Hmm. That's what hmm. I don't, I, I do not, uh, uh, Care for this situation, no? It is uh, too many uh, questions. Yeah, duh, I don't, I mean, from what very, very little experience I have with the bandits, uh, I uh, I don't know if they'd attack all the hot all that much. You know, it seems weird. Like, there's it is, uh, yeah. Caravan, or it's like a Distraction. I mean, they're fond of distractions, you know. No. I wonder if the guards uh, noticed anything else. Uh, if that whole thing was a yeah, uh, a, a destruction. They're after uh, something uh, else. Uh, if uh, the the whole guard was uh, pretty uh, preoccupied, the, they even uh, left the city. Don't know how many uh, uh, stayed behind, but they would be uh, short on hand. No, we should uh, we should get back to to Outer Heart to see what the uh, the situation is uh, there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I I agree. What do you do you think, Eli? You think anything you want to do before we uh, head back? Eli, is there anything you want to accomplish before you head back? No. This was a, that was a very unsure no. Well, Don't think so. Okay. You gotta Nothing in particular? You can admit it. <laughs> no. I... Hmm. I just feel like we didn't really learn as much as I'd hope from this place. I uh, I definitely uh, agree. That uh, definitely was hoping uh, that we would uh, find out more. I mean, Eli, do you remember? Well, let me rephrase that. Do you uh, know anything about how many bandits their average would be at a stakeout like this? I mean, did it feel like it was pretty thin compared to 
normal numbers? Um, DM, what do you think? Yes, How many were fighting the perch guard out front? Because what uh, we we had what like five or six back here. Mm-hmm. You had a uh, yeah. There was um was like six mopox, uh, three gerbines, a wolf, and a captain. Uh, it, the majority of them were outside, probably between fifteen and twenty. Mm-hmm. And some did, you know, make their getaway as well. Yeah. Um. Well, I would imagine that they had similar outposts in the surrounding area. I mean. Think about the attack on Alderheart. Mm. They all probably retreated to separate camps, if I had to guess. Um, so uh, what you are saying is a, uh, that what we're looking for could be at one of the uh, other outposts. Possibly. I mean, if all the plans we found were plans that already happened, I mean, what else use is this place to us and our mm-hmm. our our mission to help the perch guard deal with these bandits? Uh, I mean, I mean we do we just wait camp? for the next? Do we try to seek out the next camp? Uh, maybe we should ask the uh, perch guard if they. Uh, which other direction others uh, may have gone, or if they're aware mm. of other other encampments. As if on cue, the captain of the perch guard makes her way into the camp, and she sees you uh, discussing things as uh, as well as she sees the um, the former hostages there, and so Munder makes her way towards you, wearing her military garb and uh, the bright, shiny breastplate that seems to be a little bit dirty now, uh, a little bit bloody. Uh, she seems to have taken a little bit of a wound on her on her left arm. Um, but she comes in and she says, Oh, you all did very well today. I do appreciate that. Who are... Uh, who are these? And she, she gestures over to the other three. These uh, these fine folk were taken hostage by the bandits. Um, this is Harold, Telva, and Thumbolt or Humboldt rather. Oh, good. Uh, hostages. Well, we will head back to uh, Alderheart, and um, we can make sure that they make their way home. Uh, escorted, of course, by the perch guard. Uh, have you? investigated the camp we have but it hasn't yielded much of anything we didn't already know unfortunate but we have a direction that they were heading but I think tonight we we head back to Alderheart and well, lick our wounds well do you know it's a victory for us tonight and do we intend to pursue this direction tomorrow I think I shall make my report to I shall make my report to the council uh, you would probably come with me well, what do you think France 
uh, is there a, uh, an elevator to the top or do I have to uh, walk up those stairs again? Munder kind of chuckles. This... Oh. Dagene, we will have them get the lift. Oh, merci. Okay. Uh, so Captain Munder turns around and leaves the encampment, kind of motioning for you guys to follow. Uh, Lucky, are you just going to carry out the, the coins as is? No, uh, what's I was going to ask, didn't you say that one of the Jerbeans had like a hat on? Sure. Okay, he definitely like swipes one of the hats and puts it like on top of the cooking pot top. Uh-huh. And he's just like, yeah. I'm just going to hold gonna a cook. pot full of coins. I mean, sure, I yeah. That's hey, you do you. You do whatever you think you need to do with your coins, okay? Um, are the rest of you guys ready? Yeah. All right, wonderful. Leaving the traces of the battle behind, the remainder of the perch guard, militia, and yourselves return to Alderheart. Honoring their sacrifice, the fallen are transported at the front of the somber parade back to the city. Those who cannot carry themselves are carried on makeshift stretchers while the injured or helped along the trail home. Despite heavy losses, you and your companions are welcomed back to Alderheart as relative heroes. As you approach the bottom of the trunk, there are people that are cleaning up the caravan from before, as well as tending to the wounded still and or moving them up and down the lifts. And when they see the guard return, there's this mixture of relief, happiness, sadness, and cheering going up from the top uh, where you guys had come down from, up on the balcony. It's it's an interesting thing to come home victorious from a battle, but still having those that you, you've lost. Um, the perch guard, uh, they kind of perk up at the cheers, walk proudly back into the city. Uh, there is a lift that is lowered down specifically for the guard uh, and yourselves, and you can get on it and are transported back up to the uh, the balcony area of the of the tree, uh, where you are are greeted warmly by the citizens of of Alderheart, uh, some like trades folk and the uh, you know some of the other perch guard that maybe didn't go out with it or were helping clean up, um, but they like clap you on the back and, and cheer and uh, bring you. Into the, into the fold uh, in Alderheart, um, and they're all very happy to to see that this particular bandit issue has been solved. Um, Munder finds you in the crowd and says, uh, "Come along then. Uh, let's go see the council." Um, yeah, Eli will will follow. Pop my neck. That felt really good. Um, <laughs> so you guys, you go back to the uh, the the central area where the 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 council chamber uh, is up in the council plaza, uh, and as you enter, you you note that it seems uh, there was someone probably who was run ahead of you, uh, a messenger of some kind who has roused the council. Um, some of them look like they have just maybe woken up. Whereas others, like Speaker Bita, uh, looks like she has been awake for some time. You know, like, she has some, like, uh, 
I don't know if this actually works for birds, but you know what? It's easy enough for us to visualize that they have like dark circles under their eyes. They seem a little bit ruffled, um, but they are wearing what the same clothes that you like saw them in earlier in the day. So it doesn't look like they had actually gone to bed yet prior to when this attack had happened. Uh, Munder walks in, kind of holds the door open for you and ushers you inside uh, and shuts the door behind you and takes her place up by one of the podiums. You're then greeted by uh, Beta, the council speaker. Oh, welcome back, adventurers and Munder. Oh, Munder, you look frightful, but victorious. Munder turns uh, to the council speaker and says, uh, Yes, you were able to find the encampment and, and slay the captain, much to the help of these folk here. Uh, yeah. It went rather well, though we did have some significant losses. I do have some promotions in mind for those who fought valiantly and those who uh, fall and just as valiantly. There was quite a few injured that we have transported back, and I will need a, a squad to clean up and hopefully recover some of the goods that were stolen from us from the encampment. We will go on the morning. The council, the council speaker nods. Of course, Mander, of course. Now, my my friends here, it seems that you, our arrival in Alderheart was quite fortunate. Um, what, how many were there? Were, there a lot? Did, did any escape? Which way did they go? I, I, I need information. I need to know things. Uh, well, it... <clears throat> It seems as though um, that was one of potentially many bandit uh, field camps, if you will, uh, that they made use of before the attack. Um, and while we didn't find anything all that useful in this one, uh, we were hoping to maybe uh, return with the with the captain and uh, the perch guard to another couple of them tomorrow. Hmm. I mean, that, that, that one guy did say uh, next, this time, implicatively saying maybe they'd be next time they would attack all the hot. I mean, I don't know, Dagon, they may have heard better than I did. But... What was that? Oh, uh, sorry, excuse me. He, like, sets his pot down next to his foot, but just still touching his foot. Uh, Lucky, again, hello. Uh, one yes. of the, uh, captured, uh, what was it, the Mopak, uh, Dagonet, or was it the Jerbeen from the camp we were at? I don't remember, but, uh, they said that, uh, they didn't expect to, uh, get into all the hot. This time was the, the implication, I believe, there might be another time. So, so there, we have captives then? Uh, yes, uh, we have a Jerbeen and a Mopak, uh, the Mopak, um, he didn't, uh, I don't know if he uh, knows as much as maybe the the Jabin. Uh, the Jabin seemed a little more uh, tight-lipped uh, than, uh, than his friend. But uh, I would uh, definitely uh, have uh, them questioned. She nods and looks over at Munder and Munder nods his They've been taken to the the goal. They will be questioned on the morrow. 
As for now, I have ordered my men to rest, recover. There's much work to be done. Peter nods. His... Did you see where they had retreated to? Did you see which direction they had gone? Uh, we were inside the camp. Uh, maybe one of the uh, touch guards. Uh, they were they were the ones uh, outside the camp. She looks over at Munder and Munder's. None of my men have brought anything up that uh, specifies any particular direction, though it did seem most of them were heading east. Peter looks around and I'm afraid that maybe what you have said, Eli, is true, that there are more of these camps around, and if they do plan to strike again, then... Well, you can see my predicament in attempting to help Meadowfen. And, and to, to solve this fire issue. If we're being beset now, not just... This is at all the... They've attacked us on the roads. They've attacked caravans on the way here. But at our very doorstep. Yeah, it yeah. may not be the last time. They're picking up innocence, too. Uh, Eli met a friend that they had picked up from the militia, right, Eli? So Ransomers. Would... Yeah, yes. They do this occasionally. They'll, they'll take some... Merchants from the caravan and, and attempt to sell them back to the to their homes. I'm glad that it, they're alive then. They are, yes. Well, we will see them delivered back to their their homes as as swiftly as we possibly can. May have a rather limited guard on the way back, but they will have at least someone there to escort them. Oh, I appreciate that. <sighs> And yes, I I understand that because of the present situation, you're reluctant to split your forces between Medofan and and protecting Alderheart. But uh, well, we we were hoping that we could continue to lend y'all a hand and hopefully expeditiously find a solution to this problem. One of the council members, a Marin Raptor uh, female, um, has a black vest on and a, a large gold chain hanging from it. Uh, it does look like they kind of hastily put themselves together. They don't look as well put together as they probably would normally at another time of night. Looks over, looks at you and says, Did you find any personal items in the camp? Over the past few months, uh, our caravans here have been beset on all sides, and, well, we seem to be missing a lot of things. Uh, were you able to recover any, or, or, or find any, even? And when we send out that uh, god with Munder on the morrow, we should maybe be able to pick some up? We, we did. Um, they did have quite a large uh, amount of loot at their camp. Uh, uh, we we actually brought some, and he looks at Lucky. Uh, you did, this, uh, yeah. We got this hat. Is this is this hat amongst the items that you? And he looks over at you like amongst the items that you. Uh... That was not exactly and what I was hoping you would say. I, I'm sure the, that uh... hat belongs to someone in the city, though. We found a box. We left it there. We didn't, you know. It's... 
I'm still, I have, like, he, like, points out, like, bits where he's been, like, gashed and cut and stuff. He's like, it's hard to carry everything back. So I bought the hat. There was a box uh, that had some extra stuff. We couldn't get it. We figured gods would get it. Uh, there was some vases, vases, vases. Uh, it might have been some other stuff. I don't know. Uh, you know. Hey, Lucky. <laughs> Probably a deception check, huh? Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna wait for you to keep talking, but one of these days we're gonna get onto this Let's check go. here. A 15. Oh my god. Meeting the DC necessary for this check. <laughs> the 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 raptor, uh, councilwoman Hilly. Oh, okay. Um. Well, then hopefully we can recover all of those things tomorrow from the from the camp. Uh, it you do look rather. Damaged, um, do go get some rest. Uh, Beta, is there anything else for them? They look, they look just awful. Beta looks down. No, um, please do, do go get some rest. I assume you've gotten room somewhere in the city for this evening. Uh, count them covered by the council. Do y'all have any snacks? <laughs> Uh, no, not in the council chamber. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure the inn that you've gotten rooms at has a kitchen that may still be open. I'm just real hungry. Guess you consider maybe carrying snacks. Sometimes people have hard days when they come here and they need some snacks. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> no, never mind. I won't. Try to weasel my way into making my food. <laughs> I was gonna say, can I at some point have spent ten minutes now? It's oh, good. Um, you are then, you know, dismissed, ushered out of the room into the dark, uh, night of the Alderheart City. Um, what do you want to do? Imagine those little uh little seek medical attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the in the way heroes do, you wanna head to a bed and get a long rest. Uh is that is that kind of what we're thinking here? Feels okay. right. Um so I think you guys did make it to uh an inn, right? The half full mm -hmm. cup mm -hmm. in the trunk market, correct? Right. Okay, so you have some rooms there. So you make your way to the uh the trunk market. And um, you make your way inside the inn where it's it's like dead in here. It's late now, right? It took some time to get out there. You had some fighting. You went back. You met with the council, did some investigation. There's a whole lot of things that went on. The inn is quiet. Their coals are burning softly in the fireplace. Um, and it's just dark. Uh, I think at this time, you probably would already have the keys to your rooms. Um, would you have gotten like two rooms and then split up or what's the, what's the, the idea here? Wasn't it previously that there was a lot of like refugees essentially in the town? Therefore there were, yep. we were having to share a room. You're right. You totally. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So you guys have a, a singular room, which the one dads of the were key. on the floor. <laughs> the dads were going to sleep on the floor uh, and you make your way up there. And each of you, you know, tend to your your wounds, maybe helping each other out, you know, uh, pulling some needle, thread, bandages, and otherwise, um, to where you start your long rest. And I think 
that's where we'll take our first break. Um, and we'll be back in about three to five minutes chat for the second half of Diefall Alderheart episode six. Um, and we'll see what happens with this whole bandit problem. We'll be right back. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. I super duper appreciate it. Sorry about like the technical issues earlier. OBS had a, a problem where it like can't find the media files anymore. So the intro was busted and now the the background music is different uh, for these like break screens and stuff like that. So I do apologize about that. I will have that fixed before uh, next week. But thank you so much for being here tonight, guys. I super duper appreciate it and all the support that you guys show every single week. It's very awesome of you. Uh, May, thank you for eight months in a row. I appreciate that. Uh, and Senaj, thank you for the follow. Uh, I do appreciate that. And welcome to the factory. Uh, if you guys are, are new here or want to get caught up on anything, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash robot or that link there in the chat if you want to get caught up in podcast format for all of our Dungeons and Dragons stuff and or otherwise you can go on Apple iTunes Spotify and SoundCloud under Diefall Dungeons and Dragons and get yourself caught up there uh, I do note that yes the I need to fix these real quick uh, these little break screen things but again OBS kind of broke itself so I'll be sure to have this all fixed by by next week but I figured we should probably just get on with the show so thanks again for being here guys uh super duper appreciate it and we'll be back in uh, in a couple of minutes good welcome back everyone to Diefall Alderheart episode six we're snacking and going it's a good time here um Pez did want to do a thing before we did go to uh <laughs> Go to bed. So, Pez, what did you want to do? I'm going to steal some food because I'm hungry and I've worked real hard. So, Pez goes down, uh, maybe uh, leaving the room momentarily. The rest of the party looking around like, what? where's Pez going? Pez, you wandered down, downstairs to the kitchen. Um, it's dark. It's empty. Uh, what are you looking for? Bread and cheese. Looking for bread and cheese. Roll me an investigation check for this bread and cheese, Heck. Pez find it a natural <laughs> 20 What's for bread and cheese you find essentially what amounts to like a bread fruit and cheese plate but it also comes with like honey and olives of different types and like you find a perfect platter to carry it all upstairs on too and it's not just like one loaf of bread no no, no. you've got two loaves of bread and like enough cheese for the whole group and you've got like a nice little pot of honey and stuff and all of these olives and things and you take it all the way back upstairs with you. It's really hard to carry all the things that you found. It's a well, considering how many refugees there are in the, in the city, this is a well-stocked inn. Well-stocked. There's a lot of food here for you to get. I'm going to write a little IOU. I took some bread. Just bread. Good. Good. Yeah, they won't notice anything else, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally not. Totally, totally not. Uh, so yeah, Pez gets back to the room and is carrying all sorts of snacks. Found snacks. You hungry? Well, yeah. What? Do, I'm sorry. What do you mean you found them? They were downstairs. I found them. Dude. Is it kitchen? Dude. Oh. I wrote an IOU. Uh, all right. Well, I suppose that's better than nothing. Nobody's awake. I don't want to wake him up. I feel like that'd be rude. All right, fair enough. I'll, I'll sort it out in the morning. It's it's all right, Piss. Okay, you want some snacks? 
You like olives? Uh, got like a cheek full of bread. I, <laughs> I, I, I will take an olive. Yes, thank you. Can multiple olives? There's more than one olive on here. That's okay. I'm 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 just fine. Thank you. And two olives. Oh, okay. Thank you. They're delicious, Eli. Mmm. What? These are mighty, mighty fine. This place is great. They just hey. left us lying around. Well, I, I don't it exactly. It was gonna go bad. I... <laughs> I hear honey goes bad real quick. Eli has given up. <laughs> just munch it. I'm gonna eat so much cheese. <laughs> Dagonet shrugs and is like, "Well, the, she went all all this trouble to uh, bring us stuff. Uh, we might as well eat it, no?" Uh, and he's like, well kind of like, it. kind no? of you know, adding uh, in like, some bread and some cheese and you know, kind of piling up a little mountain of snacks. Get at it, Dagonet. Oh, I am uh, very uh, starving. Yeah, this, uh, I am uh, excited. Uh, for this, yes. It'd be much easier to take it downstairs if there's no more food on it. Big brain thinking right there. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Is there anything else that you guys would like to accomplish this evening? Any discussions you want to have or things you want to do? Food you want to steal? Notably, Lucky is like sleeping arms around his pot. Sure. Uh, where are the boots? Uh oh. Uh, in my bag. Okay. Uh, where are? Where's the brooch? You just have it with you. Okay. Do you guys spend any time with either of these two items? I imagine Dagonet took the boots out to like clean them off, and then probably clean the inside of his bag because he probably didn't realize in the dead of night that he put probably muddy boots in his bag. Okay. So he'd probably be like looking at them like as he's kind of like cleaning them off. Sure. Uh, Dagon, I'm going to give you a, a quick opportunity here. It's, I know it's not your proficiency. Roll me an arcana check. Oh, goody. A 10. Just, yeah. You take a look at these boots and they look rather fine. Um, like way too nice. Uh, and you really wish that they would fit on your feet. Uh, too bad uh, my talons are too big for the boots. Uh, they're nice boots. So you're saying this while you're you're cleaning them, right? Oh no! And you're spending time cleaning them. The boots change shape. They, they become... drops them. <laughs> You've seen things like this before. They're called talon covers, and occasionally bird folk will wear talon covers. Uh, Eli, my uh, the uh, the the boots uh, became uh, talon covers in my hands. This uh, this is new. Uh, okay. Um. You mean they transformed? Oui. 
Well, I'm not really prepared to detect any magic, but if I had to take an educated guess, I'd say you got yourself a pair of uh, enchanted boots there. I mean, looks like they want to they wanna fit you. I mean... All I uh, said is that I wish they would fit my talons and uh, they're not sentient, no. <clears throat> Lucky starts immediately like sniffing and checking the cheese and bread. Like, Smells good. Dagonet, you have found... And through cleaning them, because your care of your weapons and armature uh, allows you to spend some time, some quality time with your implements, you found yourselves some boots of speed. So boots of speed, while you, you wear them, you can use a bonus action. Click the boot heels together. If you do, boots double your walking speed, and any creature that makes an opportunity attack against you has disadvantage. Click them together again, you end the effect. When the boots property has been used for a total of 10 minutes, the magic ceases to function. Oh. Until you finish a long rest. Not forever. Until you finish a long rest. <laughs> These should uh, work a lot better than uh, the stuff I've got now. I mean, they look like they fit snugly. From my experience, if you, like, have snug and well-fitted shoes, it's easier for you to, like, move around, do a little dance, sword dance, you know, so. Oh, it's been a, a long time since I've been able to dance swiftly. Uh, maybe I uh, won't be as uh, uh, slow no more, yeah? But, uh, yeah, I will... Uh, I will hold on to these, yeah, and he uh, kind of puts them by all of his equipment for the night. Yeah. They're rather clean now, too. Good on you, Dagonet. Okay. Uh, anything else that you guys would like to accomplish this evening? When you asked if we were investigating stuff, I feel like Lucky is not going to be the kind of person who's like, like, what is that? But more for like, sure. how much can I sell this? It looks like that's still evaluating the object, yeah. right? And trying to figure out anything about it. Do you want to do that with the things that you have? Uh, at least with, I mean, I, I feel like Lucky would recognize rubies, could have a general price of a ruby ring, mm -hmm. but the brooch being nondescript for DM God voice, um, he would at least be like, if I'm going to take this lot in at one spot, how much can I get? You know? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's kind of like just like a, a silver brooch, uh, and it's literally of like a, a large like kite shield. Um, it doesn't seem, and assuming in in any in any way, shape, and form other than that, it seems to be solid silver, like you know, pressed with this into a a, a shielded shape. Right. Uh, and the ring again, it's just, it's bronze studded with rubies. Uh, evaluating the the studded ring, you're like. Hmm, my practiced eye tells me that this is worth a couple hundred gold, at least. I mean, he definitely puts it on his finger to wear. It's very shiny. <laughs> yeah. Very shiny. Yeah, this will show that shop owner to stand me down. Tell me yeah. I'm not worth his time. 
Um, yeah, but I, I think just evaluating the brooch isn't going to be enough for you to be like, oh, yeah. I have attuned myself to no. an item. Ha -ha. No, definitely not. It's probably going to get sold tomorrow. Just letting you know. Perfect. That's <laughs> fine. You have places to sell things. Wait. Speaking of, is there anything else you guys want to do? Or do we to our, our way to the next morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> let's boodle. What is that? What's that like cartoon morning song? <laughs> That's the one. Thanks, That's man. the one. Yeah. I was just going to go until you stopped me. <laughs> that was perfect. You wake up and the end is a hustle and a bustle. I feel like after Pez is on long, the roof crowing. Long adventurous <laughs> night. Uh, you probably wake up a little late in the in the uh the morning you know not your normal like i'm a hero i got up at the, the break of dawn if not slightly before uh a lot of you guys were very close to dead um and you stayed up pretty late so i think it's you know maybe roughly mid-morning now uh brunch is probably on the menu and uh you wake up some of you that slept on the floor a little worse you know a little stiff but uh, you feel pretty good, so go ahead and uh, refill those spell slots, refill that HP, uh, and uh, you can start your first day in Alderheart. I've got so many spells now. Oh yeah, your first day in Alderheart at level three. <laughs> <laughs> Very important distinction. Um, I think Eli got up a little later than he had wanted to, and uh, and he rushes downstairs to just uh, how much? I I think he's gonna drop the uh, the innkeeper um uh a, a few a few silver pieces for the uh for the yeah so the Giles snackage. The the innkeeper of the of the half full cup he's a yeah. he's a gallus uh kind of turkey looking fella uh and he sees you coming he's like hi there eli welcome i uh, didn't see you all come in last night but I, I i guess you found your way to your room then and you like plop down some silver on the table he's like, what's this for then i uh i'm afraid um our our resident bard pez uh was feeling a bit uh peckish and and didn't want to wake y'all last night uh so i'm just here to cover um effectively that tab i was wondering about that iou that i found this morning so yeah that's this is good um and he like counts the coins up. he's like because i didn't want you to be like i don't know stealing or anything no and this this will like cover that. it thank you very much eli i appreciate you honoring that iou as heroes would do and which i hear you are all heroes now did, I, did you know that heroes I, of alderheart i i don't know about that i i just we're just trying to do our part um and help the the people of this city as they go through heroes a, in my inn heroes he's like he's not listening to you at all and he's kind of he's saying it slightly louder and louder and like some people are starting to take notice of this and they're like whispering to each other. It's like, ah, this will be great for business. 
feel like at this time Lucky's not coming downstairs holding the bucket of <laughs> We they talk Eli, they talking about heroes? Uh, what? Uh, yes, I, I Where I are they? Just... <laughs> we Lucky they're they're calling us heroes. Oh god. I didn't want I didn't want any other heroes to like take a job. <laughs> no. No, You're right. They, Heroes. We saved. We saved people. And I hear, I hear you. Yeah. You saved all of Alderheart. Isn't that right, everyone? They've saved Alderheart. And the room gets like, like really quiet. Me, like or himself and Eli. Oh, I don't like that. The ambient <laughs> sound stopped. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, it gets what? really quiet, and people are looking at you. Well, the job. You took the on job, like five at one the, time. No, no, no. The the job's not quite done. We are working to uh, keep this community safe, and uh, and lucky we should really get stepping. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't you say? It's yeah, we might be back tonight if you guys want like signatures or hugs. For performance, we have a infamous bard. I don't know if you've heard about Pez. She's she did she did some great work out there as a hero, you know. So, Pez is uh, coming down. You're all in danger. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> the room is so quiet, and they all look at this like somewhat resplendent Pez, right? Because Pez, your 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 coloration is really odd, right? It's like a once in a generation kind of thing. And they see you come down the stairs, and you're just like radiant. And they all look at you, and you just say, "You're all in danger." And they all turn their heads away and like get back to doing what they were doing. <laughs> kind of just ignore what was happening now. That's what you're saying, Eli. They're all. Everybody's in danger. There's that a fear, an imminent threat. Not at all what I was implying. I. I... <laughs> <laughs> This is Rob laughing, not Eli. I just can't handle this right now. As Eli's like going, that's not what I'm implying. Lucky's like, yeah. So if you if you hear of any danger and you need some heroes for hire, let us know. We'll let you know. A prices as he like squeezes through the crowd to try to get to the door. We you, they, you look like somebody who might need some help. Uh, hey. hey, what? What you think I need help for? You've like bumped into like this kind of surly looking hedge. I mean, you never know. Have you seen, have you seen outside? We were outside last night defending this city. So we saw. You, you part of the Putsch God? No, we were hired by the Putsch God. Get it? Oh. Hired by them. Because uh, they needed help. Adventurer types. You know, <laughs> I wanted to be an adventurer when I was growing up. But my pa said, that's not how you make a leaving. good living. <laughs> and it just trails off as you leave. Lucky is so rude. I'm so sorry. No, it's perfect. That is exactly what I wanted to have happen, so I didn't have to come up with anything. Um, okay, so Lucky, you're outside now? And Dagonet, where did you end up in all of this? He's. Uh, it, it took him a while to get up off the floor. Sure. He, he woke up a little late and everyone's gone. He kind of fallen, can't get up kind of situation. <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> so he's kind of, it took him a little while to get up off the floor and make his way down. 
Oh, this poor lad. Sorry. Like a turtle, he rolls on his side. <laughs> is Dagonet wearing his new covers? His new talon covers? Yeah, he would have uh, He would have put his little, little new boots on. I love it. Okay. Uh, you go downstairs. Um, Lucky's gone. Eli has his head in his palm. Uh, and Pez is looking around, talking about imminent danger. But smiling about it. It's really weird. I guess uh, this is a um, typical morning now. Uh, Eli is uh, a new life, I suppose. Well, Maybe I shall have a uh, morning uh, ale. Yes. I I might I might join you. To be honest, my old friend. I. Our friends are, um, well, they're very special people. Uh, I, I wasn't have it, uh, any other, any other way. No, yeah, it, uh, it, uh, makes life, uh, interesting. No? Of course. You know, I, it reminds me of, um, Gaspard had traveling companions uh, in in many of his his exploits. I mean, as a bastion of community itself, he um, on the road met quite a few. Uh, oh, I don't know. Would you rather hear about the basilisk fight or the time that in the city he met a Mopak tinkerer and uh, and they tried to create a flying machine to get oh. up to the mountains. I mean, that's a, that's a good one. I don't tell that well often. Yeah, I, I don't uh, think I uh, heard that one before. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, just uh, tell me more about the uh, uh, flying uh, machine. And, uh, or uh, can I have uh, uh, two uh, L's? Uh... Oh, why, yes, for my, for my heroes. And he goes and he gets you two morning ales. Puts them out in front Morning, of you. Ale. Ah, merci, merci. Now, uh, uh, what about uh, this uh, tinker? Eli will then um, <laughs> tell a, 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 I don't know, what he finds to be a, uh, a lavish and exciting tale of um, Gaspard in his early days, not quite understanding what it meant to ascend to divinity and how he tried to uh, quite literally find a way to reach the sky and and uh, become the the bastion of the domain of community and whatnot and in the city of Alderhard he meets this tinkerer and uh, a hedge bard and blah 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 it's a whole thing nice I love yeah. it it's an excellent story, Dagonet. Oh, it, uh, it's very uh, enlightening, no? It, uh, mm. Maybe uh, Pez should uh, write a, a song uh, about it. Uh, I think uh, more people would like to uh, to hear this, this story. Well, it's not a bad idea. In my early days of preaching, I did try to uh, to put a bit of music to it, but... I never quite got it right. It was almost like 
chanting with the undertone of maybe music. It like I don't know. I could never really figure it out. People didn't really take too kindly to it. Where uh, where is Pez gone off to our little doomsayer? Yeah, Pez, where'd you go? I was just kind of wandering around <laughs> looking at people's plates, being like, you know, we brought some bandits. Bandits around. You hear about the bandit? Uh, yeah, and, and some of them actually, like, take a conversation with you, and yeah, yeah, we did hear about the bandits. Do you, like, regale them with the story of, of your victory? Yeah, I'll tell them what happened, I, yeah. That's, oh, okay, thought, cool. We fought, like, at least 12 of them. There were probably more, I just, I'm not so good at math. Roll me. I want you to perform the story for me. This is, I mean, it's like in a casual yeah. setting, but you're performing the story for these people. Roll a performance? Yeah. A seven. Oh, hang on. I have new things. Tell me, what is the new thing? Is this your expertise? Would it be an enthralling performance? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> what is an enthralling performance? And I meant to ask you this before. You should have expertise now, too. Oh, yes. Did you, I have expertise did you set now. any of them to expertise? Or did which ones did you want as yes. expertise? I did performance and persuasion. Okay. So I'll set those to expertise, performance, and persuasion. Yeah. So those are now set specifically in, in roll 20 to be uh, boosted. You can see them on your sheet now. They're plus sevens. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. Uh, so what was it? What's enthralling performance? Uh, let's put it in the chat, though. Okay. You can attempt to inspire wonder by singing, reciting a poem, or dancing. So yeah. do you do any of those things? I was probably just talking to them. I mean, I could, but I was probably just talking to them. Okay, because I mean, like, it could have been one of the things you're like, oh, I'm doing a performance, and I kind of spin it up, and then like you, you know, jump up on the table and do a song and a dance to do the whole thing. But that's up to you. If you don't want to do that, you can just say you were talking to them. I did want to do that at some point this morning. Well, the place you, is full. You did. Okay. Yes. So well then, yeah, make now... it, make it an enthralling performance. Heck yeah. Uh, choose a number of humanoids, which is non-specific because these are all bird and animal creatures, within 60 feet of you who watched and listened to all of it up to a number equal to your charisma modifier. So what's your charisma modifier? Charisma modifier. But... Three. Yeah. So you can choose three people, and they must make wisdom saving throws or be charmed by you. Whoever's on that table wow. or at that table... There's... That's that's the focus there? Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, what's your spell save, DC? It is 13. All right. All right, one of them does not save uh, and becomes entirely enthralled with you. And I think it's the one that was try. It's the same hedge that was trying to talk to Lucky when Lucky was leaving the bar uh, or leaving the inn. And he's just like, Oh, you know, I was going to be an adventurer once, but then my pa said that that's not a way to make a good living. And, but he's like enthralled with your performance of this, uh, of this story. And you're telling all of these people. And now some of them, they kind of like, uh, it was a little bit ruined by like 
you know, Eli talking it down and the innkeeper kind of boasting about it. So maybe that doesn't sit so well with him. But this guy, this guy's going to talk about you for a while. What's his name? And he believes every word. Uh, let's see. What is his name anyway? Hmm. His name's going to be... Agent. A-G-I-N. His name's Agent. Well, Agent, it's never too late to follow your dreams. Just get out there and do what your heart tells you to do. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't have to work in, in the marketplace all day hauling around boxes and, and merchant caravans or any of that stuff. I can be an adventurer. I'm gonna go tell my pa. And he gets up from the table and, like, scoots his chair back and he goes, he leaves the inn. You go, buddy. He's so smart. Agent, going to be an adventurer. Later, now, like, three sessions. Aw. We're going to be, like, in a really dire spot and then an arrow is going to come and kill the big bad. And then we're going to look to the left and it's going to be Agent, like... <laughs> and he like swoops away everybody gets one <laughs> the mysterious stranger yeah exactly oh <laughs> okay so lucky what have you been doing Pez is telling stories Dagon and Eli are having a beer and telling stories lucky what are you doing you uh, left you left the end lucky 100% knows how dangerous it is um, having been a bandit to carry cash regularly on you. Mm. Mm. So Lucky is headed to um, whatever armory is close to try to get upgrades for himself. Try to get upgrades? Are you going yeah. shopping? Yeah. Okay, okay, Let's okay. Uh, so there's a couple of different marketplaces. Uh, mm -hmm. The Canopy Market is like the best place to get quality wares, imported goods. Uh, this is where your really good weaponsmiths, armorers, and merchants are. Okay. But it is the expensive part of town. Yeah. Um, well, I mean. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're going to, you're looking for that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. sure. Yeah, so you head there. Um, and what are you specifically looking for? Uh, uh, Lucky Zama's gotten a little roughed up in the last fight, so maybe a Zama upgrade. Uh, maybe... Uh, Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we can look for a bow upgrade if we got one. Or maybe just a couple more arrows. Because been doing a lot of the work. Uh, been doing a lot of the firing. Where everybody else been standing around. No offense. Uh, so uh, arrows would be pretty nice. So definitely, like, uh, if we got a weaponsmith and an armorer. A satana uh, for some leather. If so. Oh, yeah, okay, so you want, like, leather stuff? Mm-hmm. He just has, like, generic leather armor right now, so uh, whatever upgrades we might be able to get, that's not above Uh Yeah, your armorer uh, would, would have that, and armorsmith would have that. Okay, oh. so you're looking for an armorsmith slash weaponsmith or, or anything sort of in, in between. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so you make your way towards the, the canopy market uh, way up high in uh in alder heart here uh and you kind of like wander around for a bit in the town and uh you eventually find a, a sign and it seems to have 
pretty much what you're working for. The sign is is simple. It has an anvil and a hammer striking a blade on said anvil. Very, you know, indicative of it being probably somewhere where you can get uh, weapons. Yeah. Um, the weaponsmith name, uh, the name of the place is called the Perch Priority. Okay. Lucky pretty proudly walks in. Yeah, uh, you're greeted on on the on the far end by uh, a mopok, actually wearing a, a, a like a leather, uh, you know, blacksmith's or armor smith's vest, and uh, they seem to be polishing something from uh, on like a grindstone. They've got a blade out. They're spinning the the grind wheel and they are grinding down a, an edge on a blade. Uh, Lucky's gonna walk over. I imagine it's like behind the shopkeep counter, and I'm just like open it or whatever, but Lucky's gonna walk as close as customer. Uh, yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's like it's grinding, grinding, and all of a sudden he spins it up and he pulls it off and kind of he removes his his uh, you know protective eyewear as you should all wear if you're ever you know working with metal. Keep that in mind, Chet. Um, and he looks up at you. And says, uh, yeah. What what can I do you for? Uh, and Lucky's gonna take his entire pot of gold. Set it on the counter. Uh, I'm looking for some uh, some upgrades to my armor. Right and then, um, to my bow, if I can. Upgrades, upgrades. What what uh, what do you have in mind? I I mean, I uh, do pretty good stuff around. He points around, and yeah, he's right. His shop is full of bows. It's got armors on racks. He's got barrels full of swords. He's got a lot of stuff going on in here. Uh, he's gonna survey the. Uh, Armors. I, uh, I'm doing all right on my swords. I could do maybe with a bow upgrade, but we'll get to that later. Uh, and do any, like, leather armors really stand out? Like, super, are there any ones that's, like, heavy, carved, intricate, like, burnished leathers or anything? Sure. Uh, there are, like, there's a, there's a set of studded leather that's, okay. like, uh, it's a dark, uh, a dark, dark brown set against these gold studs. Okay. Um, not necessarily like intricately like inlaid or anything like that, uh, but it looks like a pretty nice set. Uh, how much for that? Uh, for the darker golden studded leather. Let's find out. <laughs> uh, for okay, for the nice, yeah, it's it'll be. He looks up, Junius. Fifty-five gold. Let's see, uh, he's gonna survey the, the bows, if he's got like a section for bows or anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got stuff like some of them on like a rack and things of that nature. Uh, is there anyone that has like, it's a long bow, preferably, but so Lucky's looking for one that's got, do you have any, um, do you have any long bows uh, that have maybe some nice detailing, uh, specifically, and Lucky would know, but I, Leslie doesn't like, well, like, tight, like, straw, thin, whatever. I don't know, but he, like, lists out a large, like, any of these, uh, bit of string, uh, the, uh, ooh, I like the maple as opposed to the, uh, chestnut, you know, you gotta need the, uh, you know, good, good bows, like, good, the ones yeah, rich good people would buy. Uh, you, you see, yeah, you say <laughs> good bows, right? Right. Um, yeah, so he, he, he's like, yeah, um, 
Well, I've got some nice stuff. I generally don't get a whole lot of intricate things, but uh, you know, I've probably got something back here. Hang on a second. And he goes to the back, comes back out, and he brings out like this. It's very darkly polished. Very, very darkly polished. At either end, where the bow is strung, it seems to be silver-capped, uh, kind of shiny with, with metal. And there's intricate, like, designs etched into them, like um, curving branches of, uh, of a tree. And you note that it doesn't just happen on the metal. It goes all the way down to where the handhold is. So where your hand goes is the trunk of a tree extending in both directions. And then the branches go out from that up the sides of the, uh, the limbs of the bow and up into where the, the string is held. Can I see that really quick? Can you mind me holding uh, it? Yeah, yes, of course. It, it's it's not currently strung. Uh, and like he holds it and like holds his <laughs> his uh, longsword that was, well, or is it a longsword that was, uh, what's your name's phrase? With the short rose sword. on it? Okay, short sword, that's right. And like compares them, he's like, ah, these kind of these kind of match. Uh, how much for the, uh, how much for the bow? Most uh, of the longbows are about 50, but with the extra work I put in on that, that's 70 gold. All right, I'll take both. Uh, and, oh, uh... All right. <laughs> if you, do you have any quivers, just spare arrows? Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got a couple sets. How many are you looking for? Uh, can I get, like, uh, three sets? But do you mind packaging them extra in extra bags? I like them to be yeah, divided so out. 60 arrows, 20 apiece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, like, a couple of bags per, you know? That's a lot of, that's a lot of arrows, but how many do you want in each bag? Let's do like uh, ten per bag. Ten per bag. So, do you want thirty total or sixty total? Uh, let's do sixty total, ten per bag. Depends on how much. Oh, Honestly, I gotta, right. I gotta budget. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I got a budget. <laughs> he's looking at the stuff that you've put out, and he's just like, "Don't know if." Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. So you don't want the actual quiver. You just want the arrows. No. You're gonna. Uh, you're gonna. I'm so sorry for this. <laughs> oh, you're good. So that's 30 gold pieces. All right. Uh, so the gold looted was 150 total, right? That you said I could shove in pockets and in the cook pot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Lucky literally just gives it all to him. Thank you for your effort. For your time. You just like give him the pot? The pot. Just, just give him the you pot. Just give him the pot. And he, you put it on the table. He's like, huh. There's roughly like 150 here. I hopefully it'll cover all this and your time. I've been holding back customers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is this is. Uh, what's your what's your name again? I uh, you haven't heard my name's uh, Lucky. Uh, Lucky. I'm with a company that's now pretty well known in these parts. We uh, all right. Yeah, there's Pez the Bad. There's Dagonet. Uh, the fighter is a big guy, but he does some good work. Uh, and then uh -huh. there's uh, Eli, who's got some good stories to tell you. Um, if you have anything extra you want to throw in for them, that'd be great. But still, I mean, I just wanted to make sure your time would be... I mean, you had, you like, mints. A, you got mints? Send a mint, mints. I'm not sure what you mean by mints. <laughs> All right, well, you know. I have mint leaves out back. I do a little bit of gardening. But... Uh, it smelled nice in here. I'd wondered. Oh, um, but yeah, that, that's it for now. Just, uh, just a lot of, a lot of bags. It's very important. Uh, yes, uh, no, okay. Need... He begins counting money. Sweet. Okay. Yep. Um. 
Back at the bar. Dagonet and Eli. Eli has wrapped up his story. Uh, you're probably like two or three ales in by the end of it. Great story, though. Great story. Um, what would you guys like to do? I imagine it's probably getting on in the afternoon at this point. Yeah, I'm going to say you probably, you know, you did it rather quickly. You just happened to drink a couple while you were doing it. Um... <laughs> You know, like maybe early afternoon, just afternoon, maybe approaching like one ish. Yeah, we should round up our friends and head to the council, wouldn't you say? Oh, it's a. Uh, this would probably be a uh, good idea. Do we. Uh, do we know where Lucky uh, went? Um, well, if I had to guess with that, uh, rather large pot of coin, um, probably a fair bet they went to the market. Well, yes, that, uh, that would make sense, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose we should, uh, we at least have, uh, Pez, who's, uh, that one is... Is she going to be all right? That uh, that one at the table is uh, very uh, focused uh, on her. Uh, well, I mean, we should all try to head up to the council together. So I suppose I'll go see if I can't uh, can't wrangle her. But, uh, hopefully, uh, you can uh, pry the new fans uh, uh, <laughs> away and. Uh, Hopefully, uh, we will leave not uh, if Lucky comes uh, back here, but uh, after we leave, I suppose. Uh, he's he's quick. He can can catch up by the time I'm hobbled uh, wherever we need to go. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So Eli is gonna go over to Pez and just kind of. Hey, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but. We should uh, probably be heading up to uh, to the council. Uh, they don't have snacks there, Eli. Well, uh, we can we can bring up some snacks with us. That place is no fun. It is all business, I'm afraid. I guess. I don't Did you see that. Did you see that friend? He's gonna go be an adventurer. Wow. Yay, he's all excited. You know, it's mighty. It, it warms this old hedge's heart seeing you inspiring others to do good. Oh, that's a, that's a right power you have. I, mean, I he's just doing what he wants to do. That's fun. Let him go. He's gonna probably have plenty of snacks. Better than going to be a council person. <laughs> I promise I will make you any snack that you want later. You are amazing. I love snacks. Thank you. Anytime. Shall Something we? Cheese. Yeah. Something with cheese, maybe. I'll see what I can do. The smelly fancy kinds. We got some at the market. All right, I guess we should go. I suppose. Okay. 
Oh, goodness. Uh, Lucky, did you want to be part of this, or did you want to have something else that you were doing at the time? Or... I'm so sorry. I'm not going to try to bogart this. But it is important to me and to Lucky that we take our many bags into that incredibly rude gentleman's store who is the jeweler. Sure. Um, clearly with gold-studded armor now and a nice bow and okay. pretty woman the shit out of his shop. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is so This is she... the best possible payoff. I didn't know where you were going with this and it is sure. I love this. So you go you go back to Gina's gems. Mm -hmm. Right? You go back to Gina's gems and you open the door and there's a ding -ling 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 up at the top and Welcome to Gina's gems. Uh, uh, I believe it's good afternoon. Um, I'm just gonna look around, if you don't mind. And just, like, obviously holding oh. all of his bags. I've just done a little bit of shopping today. Trying to put on an awful accent. Cannot do it. Um, oh, oh, of course, of course. Uh, if you see anything that you like, uh, anything, uh, that mm. shines in a way to match that armor of yours, then, uh, you let me know. Not today, thank you though. And he leaves. <laughs> oh, I'm sure okay. there, I'm sure there's better in town. It's okay though. And then, <laughs> and they just look kind of dumbfounded. Um, not maybe not necessarily <laughs> recognizing who you were, but you get you get your sort like of satisfied. pretty woman moment. Yeah, like good, satisfied. perfect, wonderful. Immediately uh, consolidates all the like arrows into one bag. All, just all the one bag. Yeah, they're just all arrows. It's all just arrows and bags. I love it. It's I, all just I arrows and bags. I was like, oh I'm not following God. the arrow thing. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of bags here. Yeah, I got, got it. Sixty I got arrows it. and I bags. Love <laughs> I love it. So, okay. I think. Do you do you want to like? Do you want to meet the group somewhere? Because we can have like, a, oh, you happen to meet them while they're on their way to the council. Uh, I imagine, I mean, not no no meta, but I imagine Lucky would know that they were going to make their way to the council that day. So even if he was late or early, I imagine he would go there just to kind of yeah. wait around for them or whatnot. So or catch them if he was late and see what's up if he missed their meeting. Sure, yeah. So maybe we follow Lucky after the pretty woman moment and uh, Lucky goes to the the, the council um, plaza and finds uh, their friends up at the, uh, the, the council gate um, next to the council chambers uh, being stopped by one of the guards. So we flash over to the camera where Eli is talking to one of the guards and then guard says, uh, sorry, sir. Not right now. Council's in session. Not taking any visitors. Uh, w we were to report back about um about pursuing the bandits further. Uh, give me a moment, then. Mm. <clears throat> and he, he turns in and he goes inside. You wait a time. Keep waiting. Eventually. You know, right when you're about getting to the time, you're like, all right, come on, man. This is taking a little bit long. He comes outside and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, sir Eli. Uh, they're, they're discussing the next move to pursue the bandits and whether or not they can get more information out of the, the prisoners being kept in their goal. I'll, 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 I'll have a messenger come get you when, when you 
need be summoned. Where are you staying? Uh, the is it the half full cup? Yeah, half full cup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the half full cup on the uh, the trunk market. Right. Nice little in. Mm. Um, of course, I'll I'll, I'll have a, a a runner come your way <clears throat> when they're ready for you. Thank you. Thank you. Apologies again. I'm I'm sorry, heroes. Hardly. Really did a lot of good work for us and the Perch God yesterday, last night even, and and Council doesn't snuff anyone for no reason. They they have they have their reasons. I'm I'm sure it's very important, and they are just doing what is best for the community. All right, now you you just let us, the God or or, or the Perch God, know uh, if there's anything that we can help you with. Truly. Very thankful for your help last night. Absolutely. Okay. Seems that you've been snubbed. Bastards. Um, Eli will turn to the group and just... Well, it uh, seems that we have to uh, wait a bit to figure out our next step. So, uh, I am... I need y'all talk to Eliza recently. How's she getting on here? Yeah, maybe we can uh, go see her, and uh, maybe she has uh, maybe the scoop of uh, the the caravan. Maybe mm. the, you know the insider uh, gossip. She sells things at scoop. That she does. Uh, yeah, I think. Okay. So you want to try and find Eliza? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is this a feasible <laughs> quest? You can certainly try. I my imagine she was in the market. So there's a lot of markets in all of Oh, that is fair. Ooh. And she was looking for a place to set up. Um, I guess uh, since we're at the top, we just work our way down through the market. <laughs> <laughs> True, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're at the top. the The market down would be the canopy market, which is where Lucky just was. Um, but Lucky was looking for a very specific thing, and not necessarily Eliza. Uh, but you're more than welcome to to go to the canopy market and take a look around. I mean, I was just there. I didn't see Eliza, but we can... I wasn't really looking for Eliza, but, you know. That's true. Um, yeah, someone make me a perception check. You go down to the canopy market, let's see if you can't find Eliza in a, in a crowd or, or something that looks like maybe her stalled shop and or otherwise. Who wants to roll me a, a perception check? <laughs> if you can't peep her. 22. That's 22 from Eli Briarwood. Wow. Wow, you get down, and it turns out, wouldn't you know it, Eliza's shop is right next to the weaponsmith that Lucky was just at. But Lucky seemed to have a one-track mind and couldn't find Eliza's shop, uh, even though it was, it was right in front of him. <laughs> I think it helps that Eliza is currently outside of the shop. She seems to be washing the windows of this very old, kind of run-down building, which is really not, like, normal. For the canopy market, the canopy market is a very nice location, but she seems to be working on it. Uh, she has her banner just freshly out front. 
and it says uh eliza's uh oh what does she call it wait oh i don't remember what she calls it oh eliza's emporium that's right eliza's emporium and she's outside well yeah, oh sorry. sure no no no. Is that, i guess like i said he's kind of like hobbling along he kind of like leans over to eli and is like oh i'm glad we found her at the first market no it could have been a long day. A lot of stairs. Hmm. <laughs> How are those, uh, you breaking those covers in, all right? Uh, yeah, I'm not, uh, my legs still, uh, ache, but, uh, I feel a little more, uh, swift. Hmm. Fleet-footed. Well, you'll be even more of a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield then. I do what I can, no? Mm, absolutely. Um, and yeah, so he'll, uh, I guess he'll go up to, he'll go to Eliza and say, well, look who found some prime real estate. Well, I'll be, hey, Eli, hello, friends. How are you, Pez, Dagonet, Lucky? Welcome, welcome. This is Eliza's Emporium. So I see. It's looking mighty fine. You like it? Yep. Absolutely. I, I mean, I know it needs a little bit of elbow grease and uh, you know, a little love, but well, this is this is the shop my sister used to run. Really? Your sister hails from older heart. Yeah. Yeah. She's not around anymore, but uh, I, I got the deed to her place, and well, I figured I'd well, may I make my spot here in in, in older heart. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of stuff if you're looking to buy, but I, I will for sure have some new, fresh, shiny, looks pointedly over at Lucky, things uh, in in the coming weeks, for sure. I, I look forward to it. I really think that you can make something great here. Well, thank uh, you, Eli. I appreciate that. Now, I do remember your kindness, Eli. And she, like, steps forward and, like, places a paw on Eli's arm. Oh. So, I'll be giving you a discount 10% on everything in the shop. I can't and ask you to do that. 10% extra when you're selling to me. Lucky would like to roll insight on if she's flirting with him. Perfect. Do it. <laughs> oh, no. Roll me an insight check. An eight. an eight. Lucky has no idea. Totally, totally <laughs> flirting. Absolutely flirting. This is not just a business thing, a business proposition. This is a proposition. I feel like Lucky sees her like squeeze his little like hedgehog buff arm a little mm -hmm. bit, and Lucky's like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I might give the discount. My that for the discount. He <laughs> could give you a discount." <laughs> just giggling about it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, mm -hmm. Eli is, is politely refusing any discount. Now, I can't, in good consciousness, hurt your business in any way. I... You wouldn't be hurting my business, Eli. You've done so much to help me get here. Saved my life a couple times, too. And now I heard that you saved all of Alderheart last night. I... This is the least that I can do for you and your friends. Now, and I would like to think that we all 
are friends now too. So what's a little bit of a friendly discount? If you insist, we very much appreciate it. I'll let you know if it hurts me too much. I think I'm going to make a really good home here in Alderheart, and I think having some really, you know, dedicated adventurers being me, bringing me some interesting finds back from wherever they go is is a good thing for me. Uh, speaking of interesting finds, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, this bag's getting a little heavy. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of bags on you there, Lucky. <laughs> do, you, do you want what, them? Are those just, just all? Are those all arrows in yeah, there? Yeah, I'm I only need like I of... only need like thirty. I got like sixty extra. Do you want them? I don't want them. I was just doing it to put a big old you, fat you, butt in the other guy's you, face. You want me to buy those arrows off you? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. If you just want to remember, so that's fine. I don't. I don't need them. I mean, if you guys. I mean, I can sell them, even though I'm sitting right next to this armorer shop or this weaponsmith shop. But I, I mean, I can sell them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sell them. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, just remember, yeah. Eli. Uh, it's, it's, it's all. He told me. He told me you were good people, and so I was like, you know, right. Just take. Okay. Me. I, I'm, I'm glad that Eli thinks I'm, I'm good people. Well, come, come on in. Drop, drop them inside, and I'll, I'll. Uh, Look, he yeah. like casually nudges Eli as he goes away. <laughs> You go inside. Uh, it, it, the room needs some helps. The shelves have some cobwebs in them. It needs a good cleaning. Uh, you note that like most, like El Eliza's cart has just been like trundled into the back of the store. It's just kind of sitting there right now, and she definitely seems to be living in the shop right now. Um, uh, do you need any help putting the stuff away? I'm. I'm. Wouldn't. I don't want a business. Some busy adventurers like yourselves. It, it, it's definitely a job for, for me. I think. Um, but yeah, just place the the arrows down here on the on the counter, and she like brushes off like a bunch of dust off of it. <coughs> All right. Thanks. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> uh, <coughs> I thought <coughs> that would be less dusty, but. Well, I have some new some new things to sell. Um, and I'll be sure to, to come by later and, and maybe sell me some the, the fancy adventurer type stuff so I can compete here in this market. The rent up here is actually outrageous, but you know I've got my little nest egg here, and I think I'll be fine for a little bit. Eliza, there was someone who was selling some swamp muck as medicine. Maybe you could package up this dust and sell it for its dusty property. Sell the dust for its dusty properties. It's very dusty nope. dust. Pez, I think you might be onto something there. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to look into that. See if there's a way to, to put something together here and maybe sell some dust. You are very smart, and I'm sure you'll figure it out. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Maybe if um, you mix is, it with water, you can paint with it. Paint with the dust? Make some pretty pictures. Well, I was thinking about getting a new paint job for inside here and the walls outside after I give them a good scrub. But maybe I could just leave the, the natural wood finishes, you know, and polish those up. How is Eli looking through all of this? There's many of things she's dropped of like, I need, I need, I need help, I need is... Is he like yeah. okay? He he is um we okay. He's 
floating around the room, kind of just straightening up shelves. Like when he sees, like, he kind of looks at a shelf and he does that thing where, nah, let me, let me, you know, and he's trying to level it and sort of prize a, takes something out of his, I'm sure he has like tools or whatever and in his bag. He's in an explorer's pack. I'm sure he's got something he can finagle. Eh, who knows? I'll figure it out. But, um, yeah, he just, maybe she's got some line around the, the shop and he's just got some tools. Yeah. He's just straightening up, tidying up. Like, is it, is it one of those things shelves. that, like, she's like, oh, I need to do this thing. And all of a sudden she turns around and Eli's just standing there with, like, the tool belt on and he's standing there's like, I'm here to help. Yeah, pretty much. He's like just in the middle of it. Like she kind of walks past the shelf and she's like, I can't quite reach where I want that to be. And so like she moves on to the next thing and he's already like just yeah. hammering the shelf, like not even prompted. Just like, oh, Dagon is helping, making sure things are level. And yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Are you, oh. You're dadding. Oh my God. You're dadding dad hard. Yep. You're dadding. Oh. We're, we're standing there having daddy. a conversation how best, you know, like which nails to use. And I was like, well, depends on what she like wants to put up there. Yeah, yeah, you Three know. Three quarter inch nails we, or do we use screws? Yeah, <laughs> is, this a, is this a load bearing wall here? Can we find the stud? I think it's. We're like banging on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is the best. <laughs> okay. Hedge and owl dads. Do you guys like just spend the afternoon doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Um. I think while while you're, I need a roll for this. I want to see how well this can this I, goes. Can I do a side? I don't think Lucky would be helping with manual labor as much as Lucky would be standing outside oh. with his new studded leather armor. Totally. Like, totally. Trying to advertise <laughs> for the gonna, store. I, I think that's a great idea because we're gonna do that, and then I was gonna introduce uh, something that might also happen and, and be fun for for some maybe the other non-manual labor people like Lucky and Pez. Um, <laughs> but I do want a roll for this. Uh, what do you guys think best fits this? Do you, does, do you guys have tool proficiencies? At all? I have carpenter tools, and I'm proficient. You have with them. you're proficient. Roll me carpenter tool proficiencies with advantage because you're being helped by Eli. Um, which I think is... Uh, That's right. That's pretty it... much how we met, was carpentry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Okay, so Dagonet, let me take a look at your character sheet real quick. Did we ever set up... Nope, we never set up what carpentry tools would be. Well, I don't want to penalize you, because I feel that's stupid. So you're, it's going to be strength check. So you're going to just click your carpenter's tools check there uh, with the advantage toggle up top turned on. Uh, oh, you don't have the toggle. Hang on. Give me a second. Yeah, my toggle's been gone for a while. Oh, it's back now. There you go. Uh, so you can advantage toggle and then roll your carpenter's tools. There it is. A 23 for Dagonet. And it was a 23 and a 22 for Dagonet and Eli to help Eliza get the place put together. And we get, like, the the whole home improvement montage, right? Like, and you're totally dadding together and handymanning it up. And Eliza is, like, she, like, brings you lemonade at one point in time. And you guys, like, have a... And she, like kind of like takes a rag and like wipes the sweat off Eli's brow and the dust from him and yeah it's it's gets really cute it gets I'm really I'm going to cry this is adorable <laughs> uh and you like you guys like you get all the shelves and stuff put together and like you're starting to like help polish stuff down uh she, she um 
Eliza like goes down the street to the to one of the different places and gets like comes back and brings back like a bunch of wood polish and stuff and like you guys are polishing the place up start putting together uh, like after the polish all dries you start putting up her wares and things of that nature uh, and you're like working on the outside now there's this slab of wood that's out there and Eliza was gonna take it to someone to have Eliza's Emporium carved into it but with the help of Eli and Carpenter Dagonet a beautiful Eliza's Emporium sign leaps from the wood and is then mounted above the door um, and is painted a fresh white. This takes the rest of the day. I want you guys to know that, that this help takes the rest of the day. But this is this was a very nice thing for you guys to do for, for Eliza. Um, while this is happening, we have now set up the Eli Dagonet afternoon. While this is happening, uh, Lucky, you said you're outside. Pez, yeah. do you do you step outside as well? Yeah. Okay. Um, Pez, what's your uh, passive perception? Well, I don't know. I'm figuring that one out. Where's that? It's underneath oh, your stats and skills. Yeah. It's ten. Yeah. Lucky, what is yours? Fourteen. Nice. Lucky, you hear music. You hear music, it's faint. It sounds like string and woodwind instruments. And it sounds like it's one level maybe down or over from you guys. Hmm. Uh, you, you hear the, uh... no, stop, stop tuning. Stop tuning, yeah, yeah, stop. Do you hear the, uh... you hear the music? But I think it's around the corner that way maybe. And it's a little faint, but maybe downstairs. Just gonna toddle around the corner a little bit. Do I hear? Yeah. Anything? So you go over kind of towards the edge of the of the market here, and you look down on top of the bows. The bows is a, an affluent neighborhood of of high class homes, and from there you can see a building. This building has it's seemingly built into the branches themselves. It's kind of hard to tell where the tree ends and this hall begins there's like turrets at the corners of the hall and they stretch upwards their leaf tops are like grabbing at the sun coming through the canopy itself and you can see faintly just faintly that it's carved and adorned with what looks to be like a staff and musical notes and instruments all across and carved into the building itself lucky there is a music place and i'm going there out. I mean, I don't want to hang up shelves, so I'll go with you. Lucky, this I'm not is a, I'm not day. a, I'm not a hard labor person. So I'll go with Look, you. I feel that I don't want to hang up shelves. <laughs> I'm gonna go with you. <laughs> Maybe they have recorders. Those are pretty. There's only a couple buttons. We could learn. Do you want to learn an instrument? Oh, I don't. Uh, I have my lucky vial. Uh, I don't really need to learn anything else. Spoons, maybe those are fun. A little crappy. We, we can I'll, play I'll around. Just, I'll go with hey. you. I mean, you're clearly yeah. very interested. You know. I'm so you guys this was head before. towards the bows, uh, an affluent neighborhood. Um, there's like a, a gated entrance to the bows, obviously. Uh, and there's a couple of guards that are standing there. The gate is open during the day. But there's a couple of guards standing there. And they just kind of like observe you as you walk in. Uh, one of them nods towards Lucky, you know, seemingly admiring the shine of their their new armor uh, and the the nice bow that is slung across their shoulder. 
uh, and you head towards the uh, the what seems to be the Alderheart Symphony. So this is uh, yeah, this is the the Hall of Music uh, in Alderheart uh, in the the Bows neighborhood, and it's just covered in these carvings of like staff measures and music and instruments. And you as you get closer, you note that like there's birdfolk playing these instruments. There's also humblefolk playing instruments, all carved into the into relief on this building. Uh, there's two large double doors, golden gilded, around the, the windows of them. Uh, and inside you can kind of see this like plush area that looks like the carpet inside is red. Uh, Lucky, you want to go in there? Lucky, I want to go in there. Well, let's go in. I mean, I don't know if they got snacks, but... They have Ooh, things that are there. better than snacks. Well, alright. They have soul, Lucky. So you guys head inside. Upon entering, the plush red velvety carpet squishes under your booted paws and under your talons. The ticket office is over to the left. Beautiful carvings of birds in flight intertwined with musical scores adorn the front of it, but no one seems to be manning the desk. The music you heard, though, from outside is definitely louder in here. There's nobody behind the counter. I'm going to check behind the counter. There's no one behind the counter. A little ding-ding. Is there a ding-ding? Uh, there is not a ding-ding. No. Are there any signs that say like current performances? Like there is a there's yeah behind the ticket booth there's a, a sign for upcoming performances. Uh, there seems to be one upcoming uh, in a day or two from now of of the orchestra itself performing some, uh, you know, some pieces from some bird that wrote them. I'm not I have not come up with any of this, uh, <laughs> but it's in a couple of days. Um, but there is music playing currently, and it seems like it might be, you know, a full orchestra accompaniment. There's nobody else around except for us. There's no one else inside here currently. Uh, there are doors to the left, doors to the right. There are stairs that go up the center facing opposite of the front door. I go up to a second level. All of it's still covered in this, like, red carpet. The, the stairwell themselves is, like, all this, uh, the stair railings are, like, all carved wood, and, uh, each of the... You know, the posts for them uh, are like treble clefts, essentially, just carved into the wood. Um, and they proceed all the way upwards. Uh, so there seems to be two rows on either side, and then a stairway upwards. Lucky leans to Pez and is like, you know, uh, you know what might get us in the good favor of the council with everything would be if we happen to have a uh, symphony level diploma in that midst. Uh... We get, we get ask. They got a performance in a couple of days. You could blow the socks off all of them. You saw what you did. I mean, back in winter, I mean, it's great. Do you think they have availabilities? We could uh, ask. Should we sneak in, or should we just go and be like, "Hello, I play an instrument." I'm, I'm not much of a, in, I mean, I'm not much of a musician. So uh, if you wanna, if you wanna go and ask, we can go and ask. I mean, if you want me to sneak. Maybe we can maybe we can just go in and wait until they're done and just listen, you know? Maybe like sneak and listen, and then when they're done, possibly maybe we'll just go. Yeah, whoever yeah. looks important, just grab them. You see, Lucky judging the light. He's like, I could use the nap. Do you want to go? Yeah. Y yes. Yeah. Very much. 
Let's go up there then. Yeah. So, do you head down one the downstairs ones, or do you go upstairs? I think we'll go upstairs. Okay. Uh, you go upstairs, and you go up into what is essentially the balcony seating. As you enter the the main stage area, the symphony is in front of you, uh, and they seem to be practicing. There is a conductor there uh, as well. You note that the, the chairs around you are purple. And soft, and the arms are this like soft wood inlaid with gold swirling designs. Um, there's private boxes to the left and right, up kind of like in between the second and, and first level. One of them seems to be occupied by someone, but it's hard to tell from from where this is. They're kind of like sitting behind a bit of a curtain. Uh, a tall, slender, wild feathered luma moves his arms rapidly, conducting through a particularly stressful section of music. But after some time, the piece ends. The notes trail off and echo against the high ceilings. This conductor thanks the symphony and they begin to pack up. I'm gonna run back downstairs and go through the main doors. Yeah, so you go downstairs, uh, you run through like one of the, the side doors down the like sloping red carpet downwards towards the, the large stage where the symphony is, is packing up. Uh, and you, you find a conductor who's having kind of like a, a quiet conversation um, with uh, with like a, a Mophawk gentleman next to him who seems to be carrying a cello of some kind. Um, and uh, he notes that you're running up and he turns to you. He's got like t- small tufts of like white feathers on his head. Um, and he's wearing you know, just a, a, a nice like black vest uh, over some just plain pants. It does seem to be like a practice day rather than a performance day. And he turns to you. Yes, yes, what is it? What is it? Hello, hello. Um, I, I see this is a very nice music place, and I happen to be a music person. Are you looking for music people? I'm always looking for music people. What thinks that you are qualified to be here in the Old Hot Symphony, hmm? Hmm? I'm very famous in Metal Fan. They really like my music. Famous in Metal Fan? Famous in Metal Fan? Do you think that has any any bearing here in Old Hot? Any at Look, all? Lucky steps out in front. Wait, 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 sir, sir, sir. What means you could. I'm thing- sorry, who are you? I, I represent this lady, and I just want to make sure that you, you, she's she's very well known. Even the council knows of her work. So the council. The council knows of her work. So if you just want to lower your voice a little bit, she's sensitive. She's got a great taste in music. She's got perfect pitch. Just let her perform a try for you before you raise your judgment. You know. No one tries in front of me until they earn their hop. I, I have a letter from from the metal fun guy. You give a letter of recommendation. That's right, the Metafen guy. I don't remember his name either. <laughs> uh, I don't remember his name either. Uh, frick. Where is he? You're like, Lucky's now like, what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pop a letter? What? What? <laughs> gotta, gotta prop a, a letter. Nope, that's Eliza. Oh, it's God. <clears throat> mm. Walden Crane. Mm-hmm. Walden Crane. There we go. Have you heard of Walden the Crane? Magistrate. Walden? Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 Walden comes to some of the shows occasionally. He's out in, oh, Winnowing Reach, huh? Oh, yeah, that one. Hmm. Well, like I said, no one tries out for the symphony until they've earned their hop. What, is, what does that mean? Hmm. I don't know what your hop. Well, okay. He looks around and he points at the Mopak general he was just talking to seems to be talking to someone else now. And he points at their chest and he's wearing a small 
golden harp pin. The performer next to him is also wearing a small golden harp pin. He himself is wearing a small golden harp pin. This is new requirement since I came here. I, Toman Threes, I have elevated this symphony to the highest of heights in all the hearts. But everyone must go through the trial. You go to the crowned cormorant. You talk to Exod. You pay the fee and you try out and they will decide if you are worthy of the hop. A fee? Of course, an entry fee. You think this is free? Well, no, and I'm sure everybody is lovely. How, how much is the fee? 10 gold. Oh, wait, okay. I was Which gonna... is for for everyone at home. That's like a that's like a you know between a hundred and three hundred dollars here in real money. It's kind of a lot. Yeah, but to nobility bard. Oh. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking gold was like a dollar, and that's like ten bucks. No, that's like a copper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with the math. Uh, like it's like, like let me speak to my. Do you mind if I speak to my client really quickly, please? Of course. Of course, I must pack up anyway. And pull Pez away and go, do you want me to steal one of these hops? I can. Well, we could do that, or, I mean, we did. Which we one, did which one do you not like? What, what'd you say? Sorry, I was scoping save out. Save Alderheart. I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could tell him that. You just do that. I'll be doing, I'll be doing the scoping of the, who's the weakest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you the best. <laughs> uh, sir, hello, Luma friend. Um. Hi. My name is Toman Threes. Toman. If you expect to be a part of this symphony, then you should remember my name. Toman Threes, that is a lovely name. You are a lovely person. Uh, did you hear the news on about all the bandits and stuff? We were there. We killed the bandit leader and we helped Alderheart. And wow, wouldn't that be great to have people in your symphony who make a difference? That could really put butts in seats, you know. I need artists. I can, we can do both. Earn your hop. Then we'll see. This seems like a process. I mean, I get- Of course I'll... it's a process. This is Alderhard Symphony. You think you can just waltz in here, no one knowing who you are, and you can just be here, part of this symphony. Oh, I'm from Winnowing Reach. I have this recommendation. No, 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 no. I, I own this symphony. This is mine. Lucky starts moving towards people who have harp pins. <laughs> there are quite a few in this like just, 40 person symphony. Just walking over to Pin and be like, oh, that's a very nice uh, clarinet you got there. Oh, is that a... oh, they kind of look at you. They're like, they note that you have armor on, a sword on your hip, and a bow on your back. Um, I'm sorry, uh, what are you doing here? I, I just do them down. Uh, no one that's my... not in the symphony is allowed on the stage. I, I believe you probably need to step back. Oh, oh, oh all right. I mean, I... can you? She goes back and goes back to Pez and goes can like, you, I can't can get you absolutely pins. believe the nerve. <laughs> I know, unbelievable these days. Some of these adventurers do when they come into places like this. They just act like they own the place. I know, it's completely unbelievable. As no, or lucky no questions, Bez. Are you sure you want to hang out with these folks? No, I think I'm pretty terrible, but I want to be on the stage. 
Well, maybe we'll try and find some time in between saving Alderheart. Crowned Cormorant, just go talk to Exit. He'll explain the rest. You have to earn your harp. I'm gonna do it a little angry tune and walk away. <laughs> Get off the stage. You better bring something better to the audition as you walk away. I'm gonna make a fart sound out of my alos. <laughs> Okay. Lucky that person uh, is terrible. Why is everybody I, so terrible? I mean, most people in this district seem pretty terrible, but let me let me tell you what I did to that chaperone we were before. And instead of going into it now, Lucky definitely relishes on his accomplishment of showing that guy how oh, it was sure. to Pez as we walk back. Maybe Absolutely. we can do the same thing here. We'll make our own symphony, and it'll be so much better than their symphony. Are you crying? Are you a little bit. Lucky just... finds any semblance of tissue. I'm gonna, get, get, I'm gonna get you a gold pin. That pin did pin. not look like it was worth ten gold. Lucky like pulls out one of his last remaining ten gold. You just you take that. You get yourself a pin. To oh give me gosh. any problems, I got you. No, you no, let, I, you let me I, know. Got these, I got all these shiny gems. I mean, I can Don't trade those gems. Those are worth way, way more than ten gold. You go in there. You oh, show them. You show them your best performance, and you just give them the ten gold, and then you go back in there, and you play your hardest. And you tell that, you tell that Mr. Fancy Three Shoes that you're better than he is, okay? I'm gonna write a song about him and it's not gonna be nice. You, you, let's perform it at the tavern later. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Walk back, I guess. Um, you do note on your way back, Lucky, with your passive perception, uh, a sign for a place called the Crowned Cormorant which would be the location that uh, Threes had mentioned. You wanna... What? Is it? Is it that guy again? I think we maybe we should just beat him up. I don't... I, I, uh, I think maybe I think Wood would get around town pretty quickly if we did that, as much as I'd like to. Uh, but uh, this seems like it's the place, right? The corn... The, the, the crusty cornet? Something like that? Is that oh, what, uh... the crusty... Crusty crab? Something like that. Yeah, we go there. Okay, yeah, you want to go there? Do you have time in your schedule? I don't want to take up your day. I mean, I, I imagine, did you see how how incredibly eager Eli was to help out Eliza? She's nice and all, but I, uh, I'm not necessarily the uh, carpentry type, so I'm here. If, you, if you're here, I'm here. It might be in there a while. Let's get this done real quick. Get a stupid pin, I guess. It's not even gonna match my outfit. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't think he'd go with anything less than a gold. Oh, okay. Go in. So you go inside the crowned cormorant. It has, obviously, a cormorant on the sign that is wearing a crown. But the cormorant is also playing uh, a harp. You walk inside the building. The uh, cormorant has two floors and a large stage at its front, roughly raised like four feet. The lower floor, uh, as you walk in, consists of tables. Most of the chairs are angled facing the, the stage. Um, there's a large oak top bar lined with stools standing in the back. And behind that bar is a well-dressed Vulpin man. He's wearing a fine purple vest over a white tunic. A gold chain hangs from one pocket. 
and he has a golden heart pin on his vest. Hello? Oh, hello there. Who are you? Uh, my name is Pez. Uh, oh, Pez, welcome in. Please do come to the bar so I don't have to yell from all the way over here. Too long over there. Uh, he hello. Uh, hello. I was we were just at the symphony, and they said I needed a pin to... Ah, yes, that new requirement. That seems like a lot. Is that a lot? Well, it's sort of a thing that's kind of developed around here. I'm Exod Ratkley, owner of the Crown Cormorant and first owner of a pin. And he kind of like taps his chest. Eh, three's got it in his head that, well, the people are the best judges of who should be the best. Oh, there's now a competition of sorts that happens once a week here at the Crown Cormorant where people pay a fee, play in front of an audience, and then the audience decides who gets to play in the symphony. Now, the audience is made up of, you know, higher-ranking officials, uh, some of the wealthier folk, but some of the folk from the other places in the trunk markets and things of that nature come up and they give their, you know, two cents as well, a couple of gold besides. Now, I go around and I collect all of the ideas that people have of these performances, you know, roughly tally them up, Say who would be the best fit and give them a golden hop. A golden hop will let you play here for, for money. It'll get you into any inn and let you play in this city. And uh, it'll get you into the symphony as well. I see. And you do this once a week. When's the next performance? Well, tonight. I think I'll be here tonight. I Me, mean, maybe. We were talking to the council and they might summon us. The council? Don't you do something thing. bad, Pez? I mean, but it's not about that. I wrote an IOU. Um, anyway, uh, no, no? I'm not going to ask any questions about that. I've had my time when I was younger and uh, more adventurous and left a couple of IOUs myself. Um, Did you hear about but... the bandits? I did. They did attack this city. Luckily, the perch god was there to turn them away. I also heard did. that there was... Huh? Oh, yeah. That's what we did. We were there. We were... That was you. We... Yeah. He looks over to, to Lucky and, like, sees the studded armor and, like, the bow and stuff. Oh. You yeah. are adventurous. Yeah. That was you. Yeah, that all up in the wall, but we at least handled, like, six to eight of them. So... Well, I do thank you very, very much for that. Um... That I mean, would have been awful if they had actually made their way into Alderheart. And then I heard you pushed out into the woods and took one of their, their, their forts and slayed one of their captains. Quite a story to be told there. I did that with about this writing knife. a song about it. With that knife. This knife. I think that song belongs to you then. There was a song? No, I said I was writing a song, but I can't take <gasps> it from the one that actually killed the captain. Can I hear it? Just a little bit. What do you got? Oh, no, I don't. I don't sing things that aren't fully prepared. Oh, well, I have to wait. Let me know when it's done. Yes, of course. Um, did you want to compete tonight for your harp? I'll have to check our schedule, but I think so. I mean, they don't. Well, there's yeah. already two on the docket, so there'll be two others at least that will be competing. Um. One is a, a young sable named Leila. She she plays the cello quite well, I might add. 
Uh, and Gezi, he's a he's a mopak that comes through here every once in a while, and he he always tries for his hop. He hasn't ever earned it yet, but he always plays something really nice for us. Sounds lovely. Maybe we'll be friends. Oh, I'm sure all of us will be friends. Seem like nice people. Yes. What time tonight? Do I have to write my name down? Lucky? Do you think we have time? Uh, any any time for a good performance, you know. Yeah. Well, what if it's with the council, though? Will you tell me what go what's going on? Uh, just in case. Well, yeah, we'll have to check in, back in with our very large party of very talented adventurers about the the council ordinances that we have working with them because we're very important. But I'm sure we have time. Uh, night. If it was any later, we'd probably have to do missions for the council of Alderheart again. But since it's tonight, yay. I really hope they're paying you for all the work you're doing. <laughs> uh, oh, it sounds I like a lot. You're like, that. did they have you on like a leash? You're mentioning that they had to like you pull them back, and you're doing work for Alderheart. And Do why? I mean, some of us, some of us do the work for the city because we love the city, and we want people to be safe, regardless. Oh, is that why you do it? <laughs> I'm the leash that they put us on. Sorry, I had a bit of dust in my throat. And, uh, oh, oh, sorry. I, I should probably redust this bar. Mm -hmm. mm. Put my name on the list. Okay, I'm doing it. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, he pulls out like a a, a pen and a in a in a sheet of paper. And he's, What's your name then? Pez. P E Z. Do you have a surname that you would like to go by, or is it just yeah, Pez? Yeah, I'm Pez Pingo. Ping. Pingo. I know yeah. your family. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I I read the books your father writes. Well, oh, and I also again. used to read the columns that he used to write in the newspaper. He was one of the only ones that ever got what the common people wanted. Yeah, he's he's a smart fella, I think. I should probably check in on them, actually. I haven't been there yet. And maybe that's a little rude. Been here for some days, and I should probably say You've hi. You've been here and haven't seen your oh, family yet. don't tell them. Yeah. I'll make my way over there. Secret safe with me, Pez. Um, well, how about this? For saving Alderheart last night, compete for free. This one time. But if you fail, I'm going to charge you next time. That's fair. I imagine it costs a lot to have people sit in the seats and, you know, do the keep the lights on and things. All right, the sarcasm is not really appreciated, Pez. I charge what? because it, sarcasm. you know, it all technically goes to the symphony afterwards. I mean, they're jacked. Have you seen that building? Right? That thing takes a lot of upkeep. I imagine the dust and all the crevices. At, at unbelievable amounts. There's so many crevices. And, uh, wild amounts of crevices. Did you see those chairs? And they're all of inlays in them and things. And just crevices all over the place. Speaking of nice. people get paid over there, they may want to check up on the receptionist. There was nobody there when we went in. Somebody could have just gone in, go to the stage, oh. got on the stage without anybody's uh, asking, you know? Yeah, generally, the. The guards at the front of the neighborhood keep out of the, the riffraff, as it were. But, uh, I, I suppose they probably should have just locked the doors, but they were in practice today, so maybe they just didn't mind. Yeah. You never know. Right then. Pez Pango, tonight. Uh, there will be a couple of performances before we do the competition and things of that nature, so it'll be, you know, later towards the evening. Uh, if you show up around, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock, probably a pretty good time. Perfect. Thank you so much. 
And then we'll, uh, we'll draw lots to see who goes first. Uh, and we'll see if there's any other, uh, people competing as well. Yeah, I'm sure we're all gonna be good friends. I'm sure of it. Well, it was nice meeting you. We'll see you later tonight. He gives you a nice, like, half bow. And says, wonderful meeting you, Pez, and, uh, you as well, uh, finally armored friend. Yeah, uh, Lucky, but it's eight. Lucky's. Lucky! Yeah, eight. Lovely name, Lucky. Look at this. Teach me so many things. You gotta teach me how to shoot those arrows later, because I missed a lot last time. Yeah, Eliza's got the extra arrows, so maybe you can learn. Yeah, all of the arrows. Every arrow. I was gonna buy some from Liza. I should probably appreciate it. Okay. So you guys leave the crowned cormorant, having signed up for a musical competition, and head back towards the uh, the new and improved Eliza's Emporium. But sadly, that's where we're going to have to end tonight's show. So that's going to be it. And we'll have to pick up next week, episode seven, with being at Eliza's Emporium, figuring out what the council wants, and potentially Pez earning a harp and getting into the symphony. Put a lot of question marks on that one. But hey. It was really fun. Thanks for playing tonight, guys. I super duper appreciate it. And audience, thanks for being here with us. We're going to do some shout outs, send it around the around the world, as it were. And uh, then we'll uh, we'll call it a call it an evening. Malaveth, who played Pez today, where can the people find you at? Hi, my name is Malaveth. My chair keeps on sinking and I keep raising it up, but it just goes back down. So that's fun. I draw a lot of stuff. I stream three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I normally just draw things, but I think I might start Jedi Fallen Order. Thanks, Simply Jackson. I might start Ooh. that soon. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. I wasn't super <laughs> nice. into it, but there's like some tough looking awesome ladies in there and I want to meet them yeah. and be their friend. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for playing tonight. Thanks. Roberto, where can the people find you at? Oh, you know, places around the internet, usually on Twitter, you know, either shit posting or retweeting cool stuff. Uh, at twitter.com slash bonus stage Rob, that's me. Uh, eventually, I'll be streaming on Twitch. Well, won't that be something at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob? Because spaces. And uh, spaces are whack, dude. Spaces are whack. Um, I'm here on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern playing Eli Briarwood, a beautiful, handsome hedge cleric. And also on what day of the week is that? Sunday. There we go. I couldn't remember. I've only been playing that game for, I don't know, like five months now um, uh, at twitch.tv slash game nights. That is game with two G's like GG and a K as in like the dude with the sword a knight. Whoa. Um, Twitch.tv slash Game Nights, where I play a Monster of the Week campaign every other Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I play a Steely Boy. I like this. I like I like the steel shit and hunt monsters. It's fun. Join us, won't you? Awesome, dude. Thank you very much. The Lady May. Where can people find you at? Well, they can find me at the the Lady May. You know, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, pretty much the same everywhere. And that's M E A. And uh, yeah, I post paintings and cats and photos of dice. And uh, yeah, just generally hanging out on the internet. Awesome. 
thank you very much. Last and certainly not least, Simply Jackson. Where can the people find you at? Hello, you can find me at uh, at Simply Jackson, no underscore on Twitter, and then with an underscore on Twitch, Simply Jackson. Um, I am not doing anything special lately; just doing a lot of D and D and playing video what do you mean, games. Temtem, you've been playing Temtem. I've been playing Temtem a lot on my stream, and then I'm like. I'm in four campaigns, both online and offline in D&D right now, and it's just so much fun. And, uh, but yeah, mostly if you guys want to keep up with any of that content, you can check me out over on Holy Smokes. You just got gifted subs. I on see Twitter. that now. Thank Twitter's you so Twitter's the best. Much. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Cool. Thank, thank you. Hi. Also, first thanks, Merc. Jesus. Mercury Ion gifting subs out to the community. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy your, your emotes and your badges and things of that nature. Thank you and welcome to the factory. Uh, this is my channel. I'm Runaway Robot. We do Dungeons and Dragons stuff. I'm also streaming a whole bunch of stuff. We're working our way through Disco Elysium and I'm, I've been taking my sweet time with it. We read pretty much everything, uh, which has kind of been, kind of been awesome. Um, but we should be finishing that up in the next week or so, probably in the next week if I get a good session in on Sunday, and then we'll be doing other other stuff. But on Thursdays, you can find us here playing Alderheart, a Humblewood D&D game, and it's freaking awesome with these lovely people here. So thank you again, everyone, for tuning in tonight. I super duper appreciate it. Um, if you want to get caught up on all this stuff or if you missed any of the stuff, you can go to YouTube, Runaway, Runaway Robot. Uh, you can go to Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and go to Diefall Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and you can follow the Twitter, Diefall underscore RPG. And that's where you can kind of find all this stuff. And until next Thursday. <laughs>